0: podcast where we talk about the games we're touching and the games that touch us. My name is Kevin Pape.
1: And my name is Daniel. Wait a second, Daniel. Hey, what's up, dude? On
0: content? I know. Well, I've been telling people that you fell into a snake pit and fell in love with a snake. <laughs> yeah, I've been saying it every day.
1: Just a snake, not like a snake charmer? No, the snake. Okay. Snake itself. Why? <laughs> Just curious. I'm always wondering what you're telling people when I'm away. Be so. open to love. Be open oh, to. I'm to very love, open to love, bud. Very open to love. Yeah, I took um, a, I guess a two month hiatus from a, a from from content. Uh, I was going yeah. through some changes, as uh, Ozzy Osbourne once said. But yeah, I don't know. I feel good to sit down, talk some games and things with my bro here. Feel good to sit down. I, huh? There were like yeah. a few things that had come up uh, along the last few weeks that I would have loved to have talked about. Like done a review on Nope. I would have loved to have been on the Prey podcast because uh, I love that movie. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I'm here. Well, here you are. You you got a new tattoo by the by. Check that out, listeners. Yeah, look, hear hear the ink. (laughs) Yeah, it's really drying and and raising. Yeah, I started the bottom portion of my Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time sleeve that I've been concepting since I was like 22. Wow. Yeah, so...
0: It's looking good. It's looking fresh. It's
1: pretty cool so far. It's The front yeah. side is Zelda and the back side is Sheik. They're kind of doing a right. back-to-back, kind of like an ass-to-ass situation. Oh, good. Yeah.
0: That's nice. Yeah. They forgot to color it in, though.
1: Yeah. So there's there's a staging process where we're doing outline, coloring. This is on the forearm and outer forearm. I guess that's what you call that. Yeah. And then we'll color it. and More arm. We'll more arm. There we go. Yeah. Before arm and after arm. Yeah. And then we're going up to, like, this part where my, my bulge is. What is this here? Uh, your bicep. Your bicep. And then we'll do the tricep and shoulder after. Right. So yeah, it's probably going to be like six months of sessions. My artist is moving to Pennsylvania in yeah, yeah. March. So I have to get it done before she moves. Why Pennsylvania? That's where her family lives and they got a whole good situation going on out there. So
0: it's crazy. That's a reason for people,
1: huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of family members up and moved to Pennsylvania before. Oh. Yeah, to the Poconos. I guess it's cheaper. The Pumkinow
0: sounds like a, like a string of islands.
1: Yeah, right.
0: That doesn't sound like, what is it? Like, like the Fingerlicks? The Fingerlicks? Yeah. That, that that's my, no, 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 no. That's my favorite Rolling Stones album. What oh, okay. are you talking about? <laughs> what about Exile on Main? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying at this point. <laughs> it's the Rolling Stones album. I only knew the one, the Fingerlicks. <laughs> <laughs> and also my other favorite album, yeah. uh, The Greatest Hits. did they know all of those would have been singles
1: i I had no idea could you imagine being in a band that long that you have 20 songs worth of greatest hits not even like lesser hits they're all great yeah corn couldn't manage it corn did it twice yeah somehow (laughs) they thought that they could they thought that they could (laughs) um well yeah that's kind of the the catch up on on my life i've been you know Playing video games, reading, doing things. Right on, right on. Where have you been? What have you been up to? I just been playing video games. Yeah?
0: Uh, Sick. Ain't, ain't no life developments, nothing new. Hmm. Well, everything's the same. Nothing changes. Uh Nothing good, yeah. nothing bad. Kind of a liminal space in between um uh, nothing. Are you <laughs> quoting Bo Burnham at me? Who? <laughs> you
1: know, the inside guy.
0: <laughs> oh, no, we forgot. We left him in 2021.
1: Okay. We're fine. Yeah. There's no reason to reference him now. Well, didn't he do the inside outtakes? Not enough in twenty twenty two. Not enough. So,
0: what else? No, I've just been streaming a bunch, man. Mm-hmm. Um, as I, as I want to do. Where do you, you stream? Know? I st- uh Twitch slash the Red Wow. Yeah. See, that was my favorite thing of doing content without you, which is, like, I hate plugs. I fucking hate doing plugs.
1: (laughs) I'm really good at keeping the structure and, like, listening to the podcasts mm. that I'm not on. I'm like, they're fun. They're good. But I'm like, where is the structure? Where's the plugs?
0: If you're listening to this, you found it. Like, I don't understand. Like, it never made sense to me to be like,
1: oh, here's where you can find us. Like, you found us, Doc. Maybe they have preferences. (laughs) Like, it's like Waldo saying I'm in another
0: castle. It's like, no, I found you, Waldo. You're right there. (laughs) (laughs) you're in between the hot dog stands (laughs) to see son of a bitch (laughs) uh twitch.tv slash the red herb yeah where i stream a bunch okay doing destiny streams wow we all got back in the destiny because like bungo as the fans call them and have called them that for 30 plus years apparently Mm -hmm. uh they're doing new content bungo 30 years though yeah they're 30 years old wow Isn't that fucking great? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been around for a while. Used to be owned by Microsoft. Now they're owned by Sony. Full circle. Mm -hmm. Or not. Uh, Full circle of competition, I guess. They were free for a little bit, too. They were free agents. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they were like, oh, we don't have to do with freedom. (laughs) It hurts. We want to be under the corporate thumb again, (laughs) is what they wanted. We want to be owned.
1: We want to be owned and then thrash against our corporate oppressor by doing uh, pro-abortion and pro-choice tweets. That's true. Jim Ryan, he got <laughs> so mad he raised a price on the PlayStation because of it. <laughs> Jesus. We'll get to that. We'll get, we'll get to so, that. So, okay, you got the fire team back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, what, the season of the witch right now? Or That's such a better else? name than what it is. It's actually the season of plunder. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We could workshop that. Yeah. But it's
0: it's like a pirate theme, a space pirate theme. You like Pirates.
1: I liked the Pirates of the Caribbean movies before okay. all the weird shit with Johnny Depp and I mean, I think the first trilogy <laughs> is good. Everything okay. after is weird. I like a good Blackbeard story. Okay. Davy Jones. Check out the locker, you know. Do you like pirates? <laughs> yeah, they're fun. Alright. You know, they talk like a pirate, they go arrr you know I don't think I care about pirates. I was talking about it, people were like, Oh, here's all this cool pirate media. I was like, That sounds stupid. That one Taika Watiti show. Yeah. Our flag means death. I'll watch one episode it's pretty good it's fine you don't like pirates I just, pirates bore me okay <laughs> oh we're at sea and oh treasure it's it's so funny like Bananas. having <laughs> grown up in florida there's so many yeah. like pirate attractions and like yeah. museums and that's shit i'm not into it man yeah.
0: okay pirates just like whatever
1: okay well are you, you got ra- like
0: muskets right <laughs> that's boring a musket give me a fucking machine gun
1: didn't a musket take out the predator though did a musket take out the predator? Yeah.
0: Uh, it helped. <laughs> it helped, <laughs> but it didn't take him out. Okay. Because he got brain panned a little bit there. <laughs> he did get a little brain panned. And you're just like, wow, what was that? <laughs> What's happening? I can't think right. And that's why he did a stupid thing at the end of the movie and blown his own head off, by the way. It doesn't even make sense. Why do you, like, there should be safety features on this. Right? Right? Like, what the fuck? I bet you they don't even have seatbelts in the goddamn
1: predator ship. Where's the child lock Where? for the predator shit? It's a child lock for the yachts' spacefaring craft. I don't get it. Well, anyway, they don't have pirates. I bet. I was gonna say you hate <laughs> pirates, but do you like the season of plunder? Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. great. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I get, they got me bought into this fucking season pass, right? Okay. Uh, fourteen ninety nine. And I'm doing Mungo's work for them right now. Nice. Um, yeah, there, there's content. They got like missions based around um, space piracy. And you get a bunch of weapons and stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. I try not to get too bogged down with learning how the game works or even what the lore is about. Because there's I got two rules, Daniel. Sure. One, I don't give a fuck about your lore. Number two, I don't give a fuck about how your mechanics work. And then I just go from there.
1: And that's for everything. You remind me of like. A friend that I had back in college really? where that's oh. how he would play Final Fantasy games. Yes! I, I've talked about this on the show before where he would skip every cutscene oh, didn't wait. care about mechanics <laughs> and all he ever wanted to do was play as the strongest characters <laughs> he's just like I want to fuck shit up I don't care.
0: Damn it, I'm going to have to... What's this crystal story? I'm going to have to amendize my words here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, here, Here's here's my thing, right? Like Final Fantasy, for instance, it's about the story. I'm going to pay sure. attention to your story. Destiny, I don't give a fuck about your story. I want to go shoot things in the face on different like locales and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yet you want to bog me down talking about, Cora Ray's got a problem today, and uh, the, the, the witch queen is uh, the, the up to <laughs> stuff again. Shout their scheming. <laughs> We are. We we heard a sig. There's a. It's always a signal. There's always a fucking signal on a planet. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, there's a distress signal. You should go check it out. And when you check it out, of course, it's an ambush. Every single time. What do I care if it's taken or or fallen or fucking vexed? I shoot them. I shoot them. <laughs>
1: Did they add any new weird classes of alien and well, enemies? A- not yeah, really. It's, okay. it's pretty much the same rotation of enemies, to be honest with you. I do miss fighting hordes of Vex and Fallen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah it's all your <laughs> Fallen, all your Vex. So you use the same shit over and over. You're the guys that are basically the Covenant mm-hmm. from Halo, but they're not. Yeah.
1: So, for context, we first played this game when it came out in 2017. Yes. We got pretty hard into like the main campaign. You did a bunch of the raids with strangers. I did. Uh, I don't I, like the raids. I'm yeah.
0: going to go out of my way to say, I don't like. Grades. okay they're fucking annoying to me like very like a lot of arbitrary puzzle mechanics that you have to like deeply coordinate with people and mm-hmm. that like really excites nerds. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't excite me because I have a problem with games that um suddenly completely switch up their mechanics mm-hmm. in order to like meet the demand of a specific part of the game. Where it's like, hey, all you're doing in the rest of the game is like tracking down bounties, hunting hunting idiots, going like into spelunking and alien territory. And then this one's just like, Oh, you need to fucking figure out the Pythagorean theorem with six other people
1: <laughs> math is hard enough by yourself and everything's
0: instant fail by the yeah. way it's like oh you don't get it right you fucking reset the whole raid shit. i hate that shit i hate raids weren't the strikes like that too no the strikes are a little better it was mm. more just like yo go shoot a bunch of things in the face okay. um
1: but they might be a little bit harder than like a mission is yeah okay strikes are fun well it makes sense why you don't like raids because like you know rewind five minutes ago and like, i hate mechanics mechanics I hate them. boom
0: if i cannot just intuit my way of how you play like just by like you know fucking around with the controller i don't want to know any more than that hmm. <laughs> all right <laughs> i got, respect you it you got me <laughs> listen
1: we all game differently
0: <laughs> um, but i do like to
1: experiment that's what okay. it is yeah, yeah, yeah anyway destiny okay We'll probably talk about it a little bit more at the end. You gonna play it? You gonna get into it? I'm downloading it right now Downward as we right speak. Now, 100 gigabytes. Uh, yeah, like 112. Geez, I had to delete yeah. two games that I knew I wasn't gonna come back to. Yeah,
0: you're not accidentally downloading the PS4 edition, are you? Because no. that happened to me.
1: No, that's like what 30 gigabytes? Ye- no, it's it's about 100 as well. That was what was confusing. Oh, weird. Well, it only gigabyte. advertised it as 30. Well, Doesn't matter. I'm doing the PS5 version.
0: advertise Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you get into the menu, mm. <laughs> it'll make you download the rest of it. Yeah, that's that's entrapment. I don't yeah, like that. that is entrapment. I don't like that shit at all. Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen did the same shit mm. on, on PS5 where it's like, oh it's so, like dude, three gigabytes. That's weird. Mm. Oh, well it is a, uh, it is from nineteen eighty seven, that makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. And then you get into it and it's like, oh by the way, <laughs> eighty eight gigabytes later. You're like, what the fuck, dude? It's crazy. Yeah, fuck these games.
1: Fuck games, dude. Fuck games. Well, so what has been going on in I guess my absence in game uh, yeah. so
0: you know what's funny like I was talking about it the other day on stream and mm-hmm. I said um, it doesn't matter what week it is or how long we're like away from game like news mm-hmm. game news is the same subjects which is like oh lead creative from a studio you've heard of is starting a new studio mm-hmm. they're making a more aa sized product that has nft integrations also he's white and his entire staff is white mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or game rumor coming soon right yeah. or there might be a delay next up is delay it's right. <laughs> yeah uh what was the thing that most recently got delayed i think forespoken got delayed forespoken got right? delayed
0: after getting uh well actually this had nothing to do with each other by the way yeah. it got delayed before they decided to show a trailer that people slam danced on because it was terrible and funny <laughs> You didn't like the quippy Marvel trailer? Uh, listen, dude, that it felt like somebody trying to
1: parody Marvel in
0: that trailer, <laughs> but it was completely sincere.
1: My thing with the trailer is I feel like a hypercut of quippy dialogue is probably not like a good example of what the dialogue throughout the game or the writing is. Like, what A game that you have um, Gary Whitta and Amy Hennig on, like, I feel like there's probably better dialogue throughout, but they needed to give us a fun action trailer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it wasn't very fun.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think the, yeah, the tone was completely off. It wasn't a good way to like show it. And even if you, you could literally have that kind of dialogue. It's just like the trailer was cut terribly Mm -hmm. as well. Very muted, very boring, just, like, there's no there's no buy-in, right? Yeah. Like, if you're trying to go for, like, an irreverent tone, then, you know, your editing needs to, like, match that. There, there was a dude talking about that, though, like, who actually, he's like, I'm in the industry, I cut video game trailers, here's exactly what's wrong with this trailer, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, you could use everything that's in here, but you just need to, like, have the right level of intensity with the music, like, the right level of hype. Mm-hmm. You need to cut into, like, cool footage, and he was, like, using old trailers to, like, he actually re-edited it and go, like, look, this is how you make it. Oh, really? Yeah. I gotta check that out. Yeah. It's, like this one was just done terribly. Like the marketing
1: mm-hmm. company is like, oh, but. But it got some crazy <laughs> it attention. Got, it got, yeah, it got some <laughs>
0: attention. It got some heat. And then of course. became a meme. We, we referenced Bo Burnham before, but we lived yeah. through the backlash to the backlash. Ah. So people were, were dunking on this and doing memes where it's like, uh, you know, because the start of the trailer is like, so let me get this straight. I'm in a world that's not quite Earth. And then everyone was doing like, let me get this straight. I'm in a place that's not quite London. And it shows Yarnum. Yeah. It's like the Bloodborne situation. It's pretty funny. I'm talking to my bracelet. Yeah. But of course, you get industry folks going like, just the, the viciousness that I'm seeing online is uncool. You could not like the trailer, but also not be the way you're being. And I'm just like, C- come on. Yeah. Come on, it's, man. It's
1: the internet. Twitter, specifically. People are going to be the way they're going to be. I, I love
0: that um, cri- one version of criticism is just being critical of criticism. <laughs> and it's almost like this just you or Boris of like conversation and discourse that happens online that just like, you either get stuck in the loop or you find a way to just break
1: out and just like not, just not say anything is the easiest thing on the internet. I watch it from the nosebleeds with my telescope. Yeah. You don't want to engage with these people? Not really. You want to yell them? Because it just seems like really stupid circular conversation.
0: You want to hear about Stupid Circular Conversation? So Netflix, mm-hmm. the hit maker, streamer, canceled Resident Evil, their adaptation that came out just this year. No oh. season two for it, right?
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you how you felt about that one.
0: I, I feel ways. Yeah. Uh, one, it deserved it. It wasn't <laughs> a very good show. What about Burt? I love Burt. But <laughs> if they made a season two, I would have watched it. Mm-hmm. I have a tolerance for things that are not good mm. <laughs> and this one it, like it like most of the show is fine it's just had a uneven tone inconsistent like jump back and forth me and nick recorded a whole episode like a, two months ago yeah. i think at this point about talking about it very long episode as long as the series itself <laughs> but uh here's the thing about it you got people coming and going like oh i see uh i see there's a lot of folks in my timeline uh disparaging this show and you know what we should have supported it so that we can get more resident evil multimedia stuff that we might like and i'm like ah, da, 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 da. i was like wait a second mm-hmm. you want us to support bad things in the hopes that good things come i don't
1: think it works i don't think that it works way. that way. It doesn't <laughs> work that way if
0: we all supported resident <laughs> evil netflix show they weren't going to give us another different thing <laughs> no. they were going to give more us another of season of this bad yeah. thing <laughs> Right? Like, that's how that works. And so it got what it deserved. (laughs) And it is the third multimedia project with the Resident Evil name that has failed publicly. Mm -hmm. People are going to take notice after a while and be like, hey, we shouldn't try to adapt this. Like, Mm -hmm. we can't crack this nut for some reason. What
1: were the other two? Welcome to Raccoon City? Welcome to
0: Raccoon City. And then the other one was the Infinite Darkness uh, Uh, animated thing that was uh, bad. Bad.
1: (laughs) So being a Resident Evil fan is tough. Because the games are great, (laughs) but the media outside of it is, like, just weird, watered down. Yeah. Like, I don't know.
0: I mean, maybe that's fine, right? Do we always need... We talked about this. Do we always need, like, a TV show or a movie based on a game? At the end of the day, what we like is a game, right? Mm -hmm. So why do we need, like, a movie to tell me the game?
1: But yeah, we're getting all these adaptations anyway. We are. Horizon's coming to Netflix. Fallout 4's coming Fallout, to Amazon. Or yeah, I guess Fallout just in Fallout general. Fallout yeah.
0: That one actually might be pretty good, yeah. though. Or at least I like the casting of it anyway. Walton Goggins was, oh. is the lead of that show. And then the really cute chick from Yellow Jackets that, spoilers, gets yoked at the end of season one. Okay. I guess she has time now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, of the,
1: some yeah. of the set photos looked pretty cool.
0: I know, they look pretty decent. I was like,
1: hey, you're you're replicating this thing, huh? Some of it looked like it was maybe built in, like, an Amazon FC. Ah, more than likely. (laughs) More than likely.
0: Well, I mean, they spent a billion in Lord of the Rings, so, you Mm -hmm. know, they don't really have budget for anything else right now. It's all
1: towards Lord of the Rings, the rings of of stuff. Yeah, there's a few other things coming. I think they said something about, like, a Bioshock adaptation.
0: That's right. That got a, a director... Um, I forgot what the director did, but it was not exciting. Oh, that's right. What's the Will Smith one that I keep on saying is The Last Man, but it's not? I Am Legend? I Am Legend. Movie sucks. Uh, So it's a director of that (laughs) doing it, but the writer, he wrote Logan. Oh. And so uh, maybe he's got something. He's got got some chops. Maybe. Who knows? Did you know back in the day, Gus Van Sant was attached to direct Bioshock? That would have been a very interesting take. Am I wrong about this? I think I'm wrong about it. Who directed Pirates? Of the Caribbean.
1: Oh. Full circle. um, Jerry Bruckheimer? Gore Verbinski. Okay. (laughs) No, maybe Jerry Bruckheimer produced it.
0: Yeah, Gore Verbinski. He was doing Bioshock. My God, Gus Van Sant. <laughs> yeah, I was like,
1: didn't he do Gus like Van Elephant? <laughs> the,
0: yeah. the movie about Columbine? Gus Van Sant's Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> Oops. I knew it was a G yeah. director. You know, close. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Anyway, isn't there another adaptation they announced? Isn't there something else? Something else we got to care about. I mean, that, well, we saw there was a trailer or a teaser for Last of Us.
1: Yeah, so they showed off, looking pretty good so far. Looks decent. You, looks like the game. Gotta lo- say, <laughs> I love the look of Nick Offerman as Bill. Yeah, okay, I like that a lot.
0: And hey, don't get me wrong, uh, Pedro Pascal, I love that
1: doing the good line de- delivery. Um, and then Bella Ramsey,
0: right? Bella Ramsey.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's the only one. Like, I think she's gonna do really good in the role, but it still feels off for me.
0: Yeah, I, I, I need bit. to see. I need to see her in action. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Cause like I, my I only have Game of Thrones to go off of, and I was like, yeah, she looked okay there. Mm-hmm. I don't, she got like five lines the she entire series. The Lady of
1: Bear Island.
0: Yeah, yeah, throw some respect on that. Oh, they should have thrown in more lines. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So what else in gaming? Um, well, we got Gamescom
1: that we can talk about. Sure,
0: you want to talk about Gamescom?
1: Yeah. So this is one that I didn't watch in full. Me neither. I had. It kind of going in my ear while I was working, and then I caught some trailers after the fact and some reactions. Yeah. Um, I think I was just fatigued by the idea of watching another two-hour Jeff Keighley world premiere ship. I don't know. Jeff has got to stop doing that. I'm very tired of him. Yeah. High level, like, what what did you think? Were there some cool takeaways? Were there cool takeaways? Yeah. Now, when we say takeaway, it's not
0: like, oh, like something I could really sink my teeth into, like a, a new complexity in my life that I need to, to wrestle with. It's more like, oh, there's a CG trailer for a thing that's coming
1: out in six years. Cool, I mean, Jeff. That's all these things, though, right? Like, Game Awards <laughs> does that. Summer Games Fest does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the interesting thing about GamesCon is... Does it make it, it good that they all do it? No, doesn't. I mean, we talked about this six years ago that we hate, like, CG trailers CG and trailers. bullshots. I hate um, I understand them. They're a recruiting tool yeah. for the industry. All right. I get it.
0: Whatever. But uh, let's see. What was cool, though? We saw another goddamn gameplay trailer for Callisto mm-hmm. Protocol. Uh, hasn't fixed the name for me. They need a better name than the Callisto Protocol. Even just so, Callisto. Too. Yeah, I was thinking that, right? Why why did you throw a protocol in there? But the funniest thing is that that game director, the guy that used to work for Visceral back in the day, what's his fucking name? Uh, Glenn Schofield? Yeah, he comes up and he's like... (laughs) <laughs> he's like uh my, my cousin Vinny. Like, yeah, he looks- he's like he gets on the stage he's like i'm a ghoul i got a scary game for you guys <laughs> like i could not believe i thought it was a joke i thought i thought justin roiland was doing like a bit or
1: something i thought he was gonna bring out marissa tomei like in a yeah. fucking little leather jacket situation
0: <laughs> you like being scared <laughs> i bet you fucking like getting scared gamescom <laughs>
1: I got you the scariest gobblegul you ever gonna see. It's got tentacles and scythes. We got
0: dismemberment. You can't even sell this in five states. <laughs>
1: like holy shit, dude. it's banned. This is a black market game.
0: Oh, I fucking love this yeah. Showfield guy. Oh, put him like he should have hosted Gamescom. I've been so fucking funny, dude. I got this new thing where you you paint little minifigures from the guys that made Subnatica.
1: <laughs> We got goat simulator. It. You throw goats.
0: <laughs> I know what to do with the goat. Don't worry. isn't that right, Pauly?
1: <laughs> Your Italian accent uh. is better than mine, and I'm Italian, and I just can't really pull it off. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I'm hosting the game awards
0: here. <laughs> Whoa, is that a new dual sense called the Edge? <laughs> I used to Edge, don't work no more. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb. <laughs>
1: So, uh, tell me about Crystal Protocol. Oh, fuck.
0: Ah, uh, it looks good. It looks <laughs> yeah. good. It looks like they got some dismemberment.
1: <laughs> it does look good. It looks very graphic. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah, very uh,
0: visceral. I was gonna say it, but it you say, yeah, it felt nose. wrong, right? Yeah. Um, I again, I still wonder. Like, I know Dead Space is a bigger name. I'm just wondering if like. Like, like, we haven't heard anything from it. They said the next time that we would see them uh, is, like, probably around October. Hmm. And so, like, it feels like a game of just uh, attrition between these two games. <laughs> this game's like, well, we're going to keep on eating up the market share. We're going to keep on eating up the attention. And yeah. people are going to be like, well, that's coming out first. So I'm just going to pick that up, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see how that works out, right? But it seems like this is going for a little bit... The tone is almost exactly the same. But it's going for, like, a little bit of a different, like, hey, you can... You can mash up with a little bit more melee, but at the same time, I'm thinking in my head, going like, "These games are uh, pretty fucking similar,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like the same thing."
1: Yeah, especially within that same like what four month <clears throat> window.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you're gonna release release two space horror games within a window like that, mm-hmm. you want to be the one that comes out first.
1: Yeah, Th- well. that's true. But I feel like the name of Dead Space carries enough. Weight. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll see which one comes out to be better. That's mm, the thing. That's true. That's the real like the quality war right there. It's like which one are people gonna prefer? And I'm 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 intrigued. I know which one has more money behind it. Yeah. I could see that's it true. with my eyes.
1: I mean they have the same like from what I can see, similar gameplay feels. Being, Very like, similar. Tight yeah. like third person over the shoulder. Yeah. No
0: the one thing that they showed up that was cool is that the the enemies like mutate constantly when yeah. you're shooting at them, which I think is a really that's neat. It's not just, like, dismembering them. Like, if you give them too much time, their head will grow back and yeah. stuff. And that, that's cool. That I
1: is like awesome. That. I, I, as somebody who loves the Dead Space franchise, some of the enemy placements and scripting got kind of static after a while. And, like, mm. I don't know, it's pretty easy to predict. And there wasn't anything too dynamic beyond maybe some of the bosses. That Yeah, you, you need to dial back in some of the scripted stuff, yeah.
0: right? I think that was kind of the thing with Dead Space 1 especially. It's like, there's a lot of scripted scares. All of them. All of them. Yeah. You can't scare me off book, <laughs> sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't know there was a new Forspoken gameplay overview. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that. Was it, it cool? know. Okay. Uh, I didn't see it. Well, this IGN article that I'm staring at is comparing it to Definitely Cry's combo system.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. That's kind of cool. There's a few things mentioned in this IGN article that I wasn't sure if they were actually there or like just on the games floor. Because they mentioned uh, That's good The Devil Inside, that new... Um, Mat supermassive game? No, wait, who is that?
0: Oh uh Start Pictures. Game. Pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supermassive. Yeah, <clears throat> I didn't I, I think there was a trailer for it. Here's what happened. I watched the first hour and then I had a meeting for the next hour. And so I had my yeah. phone propped up and then I was just like, Well I'll just I guess I'll just catch up um when I get off the call. I should have just been like, yo, this call's not important. Mm-hmm. I need to watch Jeff Keighley. That's important.
1: Okay. I mean every time something like this happens, it is like you're you want to be watching it more than anything.
0: Yeah, and it's always like, "Oh, it's gonna be eleven a.m. on a fucking Thursday." Is like how they do this shit. Mm-hmm. No, this was a Tuesday, like Keeley. Yeah, what's wrong with the Actually, fucking weekend?
1: Didn't even realize it was happening until I saw people like tweeting about it. I'm like, oh, I guess I gotta fucking tune in somewhere. God
0: forbid we have a showcase on a
1: Friday. What yeah. is wrong with these people? Um, we got another Sonic Frontiers trailer. We got Amy out there and Chrysalis just being Amy. So
0: this trailer looked better than the last thing that they showed off, which Mm. looked like a fucking tech demo that nobody worked on for like a month. Yeah. This has color and different environments and then showed some like classic Sonic like, you know, Mm -hmm. levels and such. So it's like, all right, this this is a better sell. This is a better sell. I'm into it. it. Yeah. (laughs) you telling me uh, a hedgehog
1: can go fast? You're telling me I gotta grind on those rails with my shoes? My good shoes? Whoa! Uh, we got a new Gotham Knights trailer that yeah. shows some new villains. We got Clayface, we got fucking Iceman himself in there, you know? Yeah you to know
0: freeze. You know what I don't like? Hmm. I feel like Harley Quinn is. Like, she became like. She's like an anti hero in most of the things uh, that we like her in now, yeah. right? Like Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. uh, and the Harley Quinn. Uh, animated show is
1: really good really good did they pull that off of hbo max like no not else? yet okay yeah they, did,
0: they didn't pull that cougar off yet no <laughs> okay. no 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 no, no. Hmm. that's it's still it's still out there slashing uh season three is out right now okay so it's it's good it's good um my problem is like this is showing a trailer where oh she's a villain like mm-hmm. she's trying to like uh replace joker in gotham and i'm just like eh I don't, I don't really need to see evil Harley stories. Like, mm-hmm. it just seems like you're not... There isn't really anywhere to go with Harley Quinn as, like, a bad guy mm-hmm. anymore. You know, versus, like, hey, do the redemption arc, or maybe she's just, like, struggling to be ha- semi-decent mm-hmm. in her world, right? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's why I was just like, ugh, when I saw it. I was like, oh, this is wrong. I don't like it.
1: <laughs> I mean, she's not, like, the villain, though, is the thing.
0: Yeah, she's, like, one of the yeah. rogues gallery. But just seeing her, like, ah, oh, she's trying to be Joker. I'm just mm-hmm.
1: like, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> if they give her an interesting, uh, arc, I want to play as her. That's I'll, better. I forget. You get to play as her in the Arkham game. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You get to play as her in either Arkham City, City or yeah. Arkham Knight. I'm forget. Okay, doesn't matter. They're the same game. But this looks cool. I don't know. Yeah, October twenty first. We'll play see. It. Something that got me a little percolated that you were kind of like whatever about is yeah. where winds meet. It's uh, kind of like a Ghost of Tsushima clone. I just said, don't like, like... wind. <laughs> you hate it. Hate it. Keep the windows closed. Another. Yeah, they're always wearing a windbreaker. Germs breaker. in the wind. That's true. Yeah, you know, COVID's airborne.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely has that vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the trailer looked like it looked a little floaty like some mm. of the things going on there and also ran at like 20 frames for some reason it's yeah. always interesting when you're like this is the reveal showcase and it doesn't even like run well
1: <laughs> it looks like i was seeing a stream of a stream of a stream yeah yeah but i mean there was some cool gameplay stuff in there there's like wall running you can run on water the combat looked cool yeah sure some yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. imagery and environments sounds great <laughs> <laughs> i'm not soul. Uh, okay not sold no that, that's fair that's fair yeah But uh, we'll have someone stand out here.
0: Lies of P. Let's see. Did they show a little bit of woolong, by the way? Or is that a lie? Was that on the show floor? Damn it. This IGN article is a a mess.
1: Yeah, right? Because there there are definitely things (laughs) that were like, we played this on the show floor. Yeah,
0: this was definitely not stuff that they showed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So lies of P looks fucking sick. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's launching an annoying uh, discourse about...
1: If it's going to look like Bloodborne, it better be as good as Bloodborne. Otherwise, why are they aping Bloodborne? And she's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. As if we haven't been getting like a decade of like Souls-like imitators.
0: Yeah. uh, Including uh, the Lords of the Fallen getting a sequel Mm -hmm. where all they did was add uh, the. Yeah, right. I saw that. (laughs) Like the Wolverine or the Predator, (laughs) apparently. Um, although, yeah, that trailer looked hot. They mm-hmm. used Mother by Danzig in it, so you're always going to get, like, a good sell from me if you're using that good mm-hmm. good music, right? But, um, it looks hot. But Liza yes. P is the one that looks like, yo, they're putting some energy into that one, right? Mm-hmm. That one looks pretty
1: sick. It's and a- it's coming out on Game Pass. Oh, nice. It's just so interesting that we're getting, like, a fucking Pinocchio <clears throat> Horror Souls-like game. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, that,
0: that is true, but you know what, man? Let's, let's just, um... Let's get more historical fiction Souls games. It has a lying system? Hold on a second. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't lie. You can't lie to enemies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's so interesting.
0: Uh, Or if we got like a Jekyll and Hyde game. Oh. That'd be sick. You gotta turn into Mr. Hyde to like really, really get through hard encounters, you know? Then again, they would play like that game The Suffering, where you would go fucking rage mode whenever whenever
1: you uh, were trying to get out of prison mm, never played that one there's it, two of them it'd be interesting if it worked like insight in bloodborne where like hmm. the more you lie the more of the world you actually truly see
0: oh yeah <laughs> that's why i lie all the time i'm yeah. trying to open my eyes
1: <laughs> that's what it is uh what was the other one fuck i lost it the lies of Pooh. lies of poo <laughs> fucking the poo born.
0: <laughs> it's public domain now so we can do it that's true we can make an hour that
1: is true Oh, yeah. man, that, that Winnie the Pooh movie that's coming out. That's like a fucking oh, the slasher movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, are you thinking of Atlas Fallen? Atlas Fallen that they showed off? No, no. That one does look interesting, though, because it has got it's a deck 19 or deck 9. I always mm-hmm. forget. Never put a number in your name. I'll always forget
1: it. Is that the team that did... Uh... The
0: Surge. Yeah. And go. The Surge 2. Yeah. Yeah, but this one's not a Soulsborne thing, oh. is what they said. This one's more akin to God of War. Slash Horizon, according to them, so open world feel and all that. But it was cool because, like you know, you have giant monsters and you know characters with giant swords going after them. But their swords are made of sand. Ooh! They can summon sand swords and shit.
1: That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Prince of Persia doesn't even do that.
0: No. (laughs) That's why we can't get a a, a new one.
1: So we got our favorite character back on the stage in his fanciest shirt attire looking like a fucking magician we got randy Randy. pitchford our favorite man can you feel the magic (laughs) out there promoting the new tales from the borderlands jesus
0: i i I couldn't believe that he didn't like grind in there like uh (laughs) the character from Forspoken (laughs) on magic (laughs) and like he got up at stage and i think he said something akin to like it's me again (laughs) and it's just like oh god gaming's number one villain randy pitchford (laughs) i
1: would love to see him against glenn schofield being like randy what is this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's this fucking shtick you got going on here? You look like you're wearing a fucking carpet on you. What how is you, this? How could you leave the USB drive at the Medieval Times? Oh my god, I got so many secrets on there. <laughs> <You're> gonna tear apart <laughs> our family, Randy. Uh, yeah, what was he there for? Oh, for Tales. new Tales of the Lands. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So this was rumored before, and yeah. I guess this is like the official reveal. The of the official reveal yeah, yeah. yeah, It doesn't it looks- Looks look, all right. No, it doesn't look good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, all right, yeah, it looks like a Borderlands yeah, situation. Yeah. I don't know. This whole
0: trailer, I was like, no, it didn't make me laugh once. No. Um, I'm immediately upset it's not the characters that we know, mm-hmm. uh, which there's probably a thousand reasons why they didn't want to do it, not least of which they don't want to pay for Troy Baker to come back. Sure. Uh, and... What what was the other thing about it? It's not it's not made by Telltale. Mm-hmm. Telltale doesn't exist. Even the Telltale there was another game, the Expanse adaptation that mm-hmm. Tell let's quote here. Hang on, air quotes, air quotes. Telltale right. is yeah. doing. It's just some company that fucking gutted them and then maybe hired a few guys back. That's yeah. about it. It's not going to be the same. Um, and so yeah, I don't know. New Tales from the Borderlands. I'm very dubious about. All right, we'll rightfully see. so.
1: I get it. It's coming out this year. We'll see if it works. I want to talk about another game that didn't make me laugh. <laughs> high, on life. <laughs> high on life high, high on life on life is a game that i'm like i i was moderately stoked for and the more i see of it the more i'm just like god this is really bad humor uh it's it's the game by squanch games justin Royland from rick and morty um very vibrant unique art style but everything sounds like fucking rick and morty your guns yeah. your weapons your weapons talk the entire time It's comically dumb. And every joke I feel like fell really flat for me. It uh, fell flat for the world.
0: And there was a moment where Jeff Keeler was like, hey, do we have any Justin Roiland fans out here? And just quiet, quiet in that (laughs) crowd. Um, And don't get me wrong, I I, I, I like the guy. I think he's fine. Um, I think Rick and Morty has been ruined uh, by fans for me. Like, I just have no interest in, like, engaging with it because it's just so... You know, you ever laugh at a thing, and then you think to yourself, like, people are going to laugh for a different reason watching this, mm-hmm. and those people are evil. <laughs> like, that's how I feel watching that show. I'm sure. just like, I can't watch this anymore. But at least I know that game is on Game Pass, so we don't mm. have to spend money on it. Is you it know? coming to PlayStation as well? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. you going to buy it? Are you going to pick it up? You can get high on I'm it. I'm interested in it. Yeah, it looks, wow.
1: it looks fun. I don't know. I, I like... How interesting the dual wielding looks like between mm. like having melee in one hand a gun in the other. Your guns talk to you. Your guns talk the to you the whole time. A lot. I listen. <laughs> I'm okay with my weapons talking to me and being yeah. chatty and having quips but like let it breathe a little bit. Like I don't want to hear uninterrupted squabbling like I'm listening to fucking I, Borderlands um, characters.
0: I wonder I wonder how many like repeat lines you're going to hear, you know, like when you get like a certain kill or something, just fucking Justin Roiland, just screeching You know, it'd be worse Mm. if, if all of his voice work came through the dual sense speaker. Oh no. Oh man. Oh yeah, dude. I would riot. Mm. Oh God. (laughs) Wow. I don't think I can pick this up. Hey, Dune is getting a, an open world survival MMO. Right on. Do an awakening. I guess that's better than the mobile game. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. When there's a 4X game coming out as well. Hmm. You know where you can. It's like Civilization. That's what a 4X game is.
1: Oh, is that what they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know
0: either, man. Mm. People are coming at me like 4X. I'm like, I don't have that system. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't care about Dune
1: At all. I don't either. I don't. I don't know much about. Dune. <laughs> I like the movie all right enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the funny thing. Like, uh, I, it was visually really interesting. It was boring. Yeah that
0: movie was boring <laughs> was like i just boring. want to call it out right yeah. like and i i'm okay with the slower burn kind of situation Dune mm-hmm. just did not do it for me i don't know mm-hmm. can't wait for part two though we're gonna see that on not hbo max because I don't do
1: that no more <laughs> <laughs> hey kevin fear is the mind killer
0: hey you don't be afraid eh <laughs> uh yeah 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 the devil in 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 me Mm. yeah yeah goriest game in the series according to this ign article thank you ign for letting me know about gore that's still a selling point that's a selling point for me man yeah
1: i do like a gory video game we don't got enough of them
0: i just want to see fucked up shit you know what i'm saying like just like
1: brain matter bring back rotten.com
0: bring back rotten.com absolutely We need some contact immersion. I don't, let's, I don't let's, see
1: enough gore in TikTok. Let's do like a metaverse game <laughs> with gore. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck.
0: BloodyDisgusting.com presents Rotten Universe. <laughs> a new open world survival MMO for fucking sickos.
1: <laughs> Everybody who buys this game is put on a watch list.
0: Oh my god, I have to... Th- okay, so segue, segue. Horror. Sure. Horror. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is getting oh, a... Yeah uh multiplayer video games a 3v7 game
1: yeah i saw that that that's a weird asynchronous yeah we're just gonna keep
0: on playing with like numbers Mm -hmm. and team compositions until like one of them like feels fresh again yeah right uh i can't do it i hate clowns i hate clowns dude and this movie (laughs) i watch it a lot the kyoto's brothers by the way direct this right some fun kyoto's trivia for people yeah. that they named themselves that's where, the the name where the band got the name from well they
1: that's were the they were originally called the Chiodas brothers and then they dropped the the and the brothers right the brothers sued yeah brothers brothers came after them. <laughs> came after this little fucking indie emo alt band from michigan yeah. yeah 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 take that to your bone ballet or whatever that song is called <laughs> bone palace ballet yeah they're... <laughs> but
0: um i this movie as a kid freaked me the fuck out yeah like I did not like, there's this one scene right mm-hmm. where because everything is clown themed for some reason these are out of space clowns but everything scary is scary shit man like themed Something like terrifying. normal life so they will cotton candy you up like they'll in, in like kind of like a spider would like in, in wrap you in cotton candy and you'll just fucking die in there there's like one scene where they like somebody opens cotton candy and there's just like a fucking mummified like body inside of it I don't like what you're describing horrible like at all horrible I don't want this yeah. game I don't want it <laughs> Uh, Speaking of things I don't want, by the way, Mm. they opened the show with a game called Everywhere from one of the ex-directors of Rockstar Games, right? And it was a very, um, it was one of those trailers where you look at it and go like, I don't know what this is. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to be intrigued by the fact that you just don't know what you're looking at uh is it open world there's people jumping around a lot of action i see a car flipping i Mm -hmm. see people racing i see some looks like third person shooting and stuff like wow
1: what is this oh my god it's a gaming buffet and it
0: was even switching between art design as well and it's like whoa you know and they're like we want to show you more and it's one of those things right where they start with this is a game where we want players to tell their own story which is like a bullshit way of saying, like, there's gonna be microtransactions or all sorts mm-hmm. of like crazy bullshit in there. It's basically it's just an online game. That's all you're trying to say. Create your own story means we didn't write a story. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what they're trying to tell you. We didn't write a story that's defined, but there is loot boxes. Yeah. Come to find out. The company that's funding him is a blockchain company, and this is going to have NFT integrations right up the pussy. Damn it! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everywhere. I don't want it. Be on the lookout for everywhere. So, anything else exciting for you? I got one more, but we probably have the same one.
1: Uh, yeah, I think we have the same one. I want to talk about the DualSense Edge real quick. Like, cool that they're doing something like a elite controller. Uh, yeah. For the DLC. paddles. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, I'm interested to see how they make them customizable down the line if they do something close yeah. to like what the Xbox Factory whatever. Yeah, they called. should be
0: doing that, man. Yeah. I because like the red controller they released, it's not even red, man. Like what is that? It's like fucking maroon fell off a car or something. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like that. Yeah. I want
1: red. It's like the color of red when you have like manic panic, but it like kind of um, washes out a little bit of your hair.
0: Manic. So that's
1: dye. Yeah, hair dye. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because it's like an off red, essentially. Right.
0: I used to get the manic panic uh, nail polish, and I would paint my nails black. Wow. And I was a goth boy. All right. I was a little gothy boy. <laughs> I can <could laughs> see that. I was a little vampire.
1: I didn't really know you and your goth. Bite your neck if you if you don't watch out. <laughs> oh no! Look up <laughs> oh, <my neck. laughs> um, I guess the last thing that I find interesting is Dead Island Two. Yes. Yeah. Yo! It's been eight years since the last trailer. Doggy
0: Dog. It's crazy. Eight years. And it has been shipped around to like three different developers. Mm -hmm. Now, the worrisome part is these guys, the last game that they shipped into the world was Homefront the Revolution. Wow. A game that we all played an extreme amount of. Except not, and I for good reason. It. <laughs> it was the definition of a six. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully this is a bit better. I like that it's leaning into the just fucking schlocky, schmaltzy tone of Dead Island 1 instead of like trying to go what Dying Light did, which is like, this is a serious take. Mm-hmm. on. They probably learned maybe that they shouldn't advertise like it's a serious fucking game, like that first trailer for the first game. You remember mm-hmm. that?
1: That was a great trailer. Everyone remember. Yeah, it's a great trailer. The one for in reverse?
0: A, literally a different game, basically, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, come on. Uh, but yeah, that looks like a lot of melee. There's going to be six characters to choose from mm-hmm. and you're in the island
1: of Los Angeles. Yeah. Hell It's interesting because like the last game was mm-hmm. set in Benoit, which is like an island oh, off of like Papua New Guinea. So it's like to get a game in the States, a lot of potential there. Killing, <laughs> killing <laughs> a sad. lot of Crips and Bloods, doing a lot of things. Oh, wow. Yeah. You just want
0: to go gangland warfare. Oh, I think they're all dead now, dude. You know, they're probably zombies. Zombies. Yeah, I just, I just want silly, schlocky fun, man. I Mm want to use my melee. I want to have fun. How,
1: how does a game like that exist? In the era of Dying Light, though. In the
0: era of Dying Light? Yeah. yeah it's probably not going to do the um, parkour stuff, and I mm-hmm. don't think it should. I think just lean into like the zombie gore being fun, and mm-hmm. taking on hordes of zombies is fun. In Dying Light, it's not fun taking on a horde of zombies. You're not supposed to have fun. You're supposed to run from them. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to like evade or find like an in or out. Uh, D- Dead Island definitely felt like a game where it's like, slaughter everything in front of you.
1: I had so much fun doing yeah. that.
0: And I miss that. I yeah. miss that. Uh, I think Dying Light's a great game. Two kind of bored me a bit. Mm-hmm. That's why I haven't gone back to it. I was just like, yeah, I saw everything I need to see. Uh, this one, no, nah, man. Dude. Like, literally, give me the um, weapon combos from Dead Rising mm-hmm. and just work on your melee. Make it fun. Mm-hmm. Make sure those executions, contextual melee and shit.
1: Okay? And I'm good to go. Like, the melee in the first game was fun, but it was kind of gummy. It was gummy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The hit, the hit collision was bad. Mm hmm. In the first one. And that's why we were like, oh,
0: well, part two can build on this. And then they didn't make part two. No. They made Riptide, which was just like, yeah, we found some shit on the floor. <laughs> we're going to put it on a disc like a year later. <laughs> Here you go. 50 bucks,
1: by the way. I'm surprised that it's coming out in February, though. Yeah, February we'll is stacked mm-hmm. uh next year. And there's another huge game coming out in February.
0: I forget what it was. I forget. It's ridiculous. Hang on. we got to look up what February 2023 looks like. I know you guys are thinking, oh, I can't think past tomorrow, ha, ha, ha. Well, you're going to fucking get to February 2023, and you're going to go fucking broke on video games, okay? Okay, Jim Ryan's going to break into your home. He's already he's already asking for 50 bucks back on anyone that owns a PS5, by the way. <laughs> he needs it. He needs that Jim, money. Jim,
1: what are you doing? You nickel and diamond people, Jim. I'm telling you. I'm Jim, telling it's not you. fair. Yeah, what do you think of that? What do you think of them raising the price? because uh, it's in select markets too that are not like the u.s right so it's like yeah
0: u.s stays the same but Japan, canada is like 20 canada. bucks more um uh eu got it the hardest where mm-hmm. it's now like 50 pounds more than it was before i'm telling you
1: i mean it's it's a rough thing right <laughs> to um hike up prices I, I feel like it's a little needless but we're seeing companies do this thing in this e- inflation yeah. economy.
0: And they're, um, they're not even selling it at a loss, like, no. before the hike. They yeah. weren't selling it at a loss. It was just um, their reasoning was like, oh, well, you know, the global economic environment is forced to do this. And we know that inflation's hitting people. And I think it's a funny thing to to um, both acknowledge that inflation has happened while you're inflating something. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's a lot. And then <clears throat> everyone went over and was like, hey, Philly Spence, are you raising the price on the Xbox? And his answer was no.
1: Yeah, we're not doing that right now. We have no plans to do that. So. Which, I mean, by comparison, this makes Xbox and Nintendo look very good.
0: Yes. Um, it I do.
1: I don't know. It, it sucks because it's already so hard to get a PlayStation 5 as is, and it's just not fucking sure. consumer friendly or, or good. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Uh, well, February, by the way, we were asking about February. Resident Evil 4 is coming out that month. Mm. Uh, now, Dead Island 2. The Hogwarts Legacy game, uh, which will be a thing for people, not mm-hmm. me. Um, the Destiny 2 Lightfall okay. uh, expansion. The reason that we all got back into Destiny 2, because we saw the trailer and they're we like, that looks pretty fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's coming out that month. What else we got here? There's going to be another big one in here. I, I thought our Killer Clown's the game, so look out. <laughs> look out on that one. A lot of horror games. A lot of, apparently Marvel's Midnight Suns might come out in February. I think that's being hopeful. Because yeah. that one got delayed with no date, so I don't know why they we're saying that it's up. So yeah, there's a, there's a few games. Okay. Unforspoken. Gotcha. Course. Okay. So Square Enix got some representation in February as well. Look out!
1: Look out, gamers! So <clears throat> in a
0: month, not quite February.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Gamescom, I mean, it was it was fine. It was there. I don't, I don't know. It's That's never been like a thing that I've shown up for. Right. You never been to Cologne,
0: Germany before? No, I have not. Oh wow. No. You're um, lost. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel
1: like Tokyo Game Show is one that I kinda tune in for. Yeah. Um and then E three when it was a thing, game awards. Sure, 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 sure. Summer Game Fest. So. Makes
0: sense. And now now we just keep on uh, erupting more more showcases. Yeah. You know, Playstation's been quiet for a while. Like yeah, a big one I think there's,
1: maybe. like, a rumored September showcase, showcase? we'll see.
0: Uh, and Oh, yeah, yeah, we got D20, the Disney thing. Not mm. sure what the 20 stands for. 20 cartoons? I have no idea. Uh, they apparently confirmed that there's going to be, like, a video game showcase that oh. Blessing Yaya Jr. is hosting, mm-hmm. by the way, from Kind of Funny. Uh, so that could be cool. I have to wonder if they're going to show, like, Spider-Man 2 there, because I feel like PlayStation would be like, nah, dog, that's ours, no matter what.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be in a showcase like a sony showcase yeah yeah like they're not going to let that happen i'm just
0: thinking well like well dude these guys are the fucking source of the thing mm-hmm. right <laughs> like they are marvel so because they said there's gonna be a marvel game showcase okay yeah and we'll see and you don't have the biggest marvel game at your showcase question marks even if it was just like a fucking aside thing like a like a funny ha ha mm-hmm. thing right so we shall see that's soon right in the next week or something
1: i don't know actually Okay. Yes. Time is irrelevant. <laughs> it is irrelevant. Well, what's not irrelevant? I guess let's let's get into some of the games we're playing. let some video We've got we've gone long already. How is it really long? Th- thank you, Jeff. It's not as long as a two-hour showcase, but you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We got forty minutes to talk. We do. Like it happen. Well, so where what do you want to start? Okay. Um. So <laughs> I'm playing, kind of a few smaller things. Um. In my two-month hiatus, I haven't really been gaming like too hard. Like I went. Through some games on the um, PlayStation Plus Premium thing, I was playing a bunch of Eco, trying to get the platinum there. Didn't, yeah, didn't didn't commit to that. Yeah. Uh, I think speed running that game in under two hours is really difficult, mm. um, but I got close. I got ninety one percent of the trophies. it so. just hacks, dude. Good for me. Just hacks right? that shit. Um, what else? I played through the Quarry, which I actually loved. Really, Quarry was really good. Yeah, I think that might be my favorite Supermassive game. I think it is my favorite
0: yeah. Supermassive game as well. I love
1: that game. I did a great job. I kept all of my people alive. Mm-hmm. Got as many podcasting clues as I could. God, um, <laughs> but I actually just appreciated that it felt like it told more of a <clears throat> consistent uh gelling story yes. than. Until Dawn did. Um, Yeah, it didn't try to do
0: a fun house of horrors like Until Dawn.
1: No, it felt like it had like three angles that actually worked really well together in terms of being like a werewolf horror story. And I love the cast. Oh, the cast was great.
0: Got that one kid from Righteous Gemstones in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um and
1: we got Ted Raimi showing up and really like he was awesome fucking owning so that good. role he was
0: great in yeah. that oh my god
1: yeah that that's one that I was very surprised by which is weird because I was really looking forward to it but I think my interest in those sort of games has has wavered over has the wavered, last year has years. waned yeah. has little, gone to the ways little hope took the hope out of me
0: oh no, yeah little yeah. hope was garbage mm-hmm. yeah
1: so that was a good one and then I think the two things I've been playing most recently have been. Cult of the Lamb, oh. and Rollerdrome. But I want to start with Rollerdrome. Okay. Um, because, God, what a stylish, cool game. Cell-shaded. Cell-shaded. It used to be a bad word in this industry. Right? People hated it when yeah. it was all over fucking your Zeldas and your... Right. Well, Okami was like kind of a watercolor cell-shaded still cell-shaded. It's still cell-shaded. Like. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Borderlands cell brought damage. it back in a cool way. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, this game is... Is hot, but it's really hard. Yeah. I find myself struggling to be good at it. I don't think I'm good at that game at all yeah. because it, it, it demands a lot of you in terms of, you know, playing through the levels, um, doing like little in game kind of challenges, mm-hmm. um, stringing combos, and just kind of navigating the levels because there's a lot of enemies, right? It is like a Tony Hawk sort of game where you're doing like, you know, your skate. Combos and grinds and variables, all that, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. something you definitely want to be stringing along. But you're playing through arenas that are just littered with enemies uh-huh. tanks, fucking grenadiers, people with rocket launchers, people with shields. And playing through that on top of like having to, like, manage your ammo and everything becomes very difficult where I feel like I'm playing just to survive and get through the level and not even really doing the challenge.
0: Can't even play for style. Can't even
1: really play for style. But I mean, there's like some cool things you can do. You have like a perfect evade that kind of grants you like a little grace window. Well, yeah, that gives you a slow motion, like, um,
0: counter attack, basically whatever, like it'll fucking auto aim on somebody and do extra damage, Mm -hmm. which is really
1: nice. And your character, Kara has like a health bar, but you get health back by, like, killing enemies. Yes. Which is... It's nice, right? Because um, some of those enemies come in really hard, and it's it's a lot on the eyes and a lot on the screen. Yeah, it's hard as fuck. I actually... I used one of the modifiers. I, I'm i using, like, infinite ammo right now.
0: Whoa, and it's made bud! The,
1: it's made the time very, very nice. Jump
0: in Jehoshaphats. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I feel like the ease of play plays a little bit better cuz I'm not oh, worried about man. like having to <laughs> scramble to get like ammo by grinding or fucking, yeah. you know, killing an enemy like last minute. So
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a hell of a fucking challenge. Did you beat it? No. Okay. No. I've definitely beat it. Yeah. And it was fucking tough. Um cuz it does introduce things like there's two levels where it's split in half. Mm-hmm. Where you're doing the normal thing, which is fighting enemies in in patterns. And then the second half is you fight a giant spider boss. A spider oh, robot boss. What the fuck? Yeah, you have to, like, <laughs> you have to like, evade his missiles and stuff while there's normal enemies, like ads flooding the stadium. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to like um, basically open him up to shoot his like exhaust ports in order to take him down. Oh, and wow. It's fucking hard. There's even trophies for uh, not getting damage at all <laughs> fighting the spider wow, boss. Wow, so you're dodging left and right. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's something else. I, I got pretty snappy with the game because I went pretty hard on it. Like, last week I was streaming a bunch of it and... I actually unlocked the um, campaign of blood, or out for blood campaign is what it's called, which is all of the levels are remixed to be extremely hard. All of the hardest enemies show up almost immediately, and then the music is remixed too. Oh, that's cool. Music is very good in that game, I would say, but... Yeah, it's vicious, and playing through that will make you very good at the rest of the game. So when I went back to the normal campaign after beating that uh, Blood Omen <laughs> mm-hmm. fucking uh, level, uh,
1: it's easier to get like A, and in... I haven't gotten an S yet, but okay. I've gotten an
0: A because you're scored on
1: it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like you're trying to get like high scores and like rank on the leaderboard, all while yeah. doing challenges and stuff. I don't know. Like I think on paper the concept is really fucking cool, right? right? Like Tony Hawk meets kind of like a frenetic like Doom type shooter, right?
0: Yeah, I I think the problem is it it doesn't have enough of um I guess leeway for fun is a weird way to say it, but Mm-mm. like it doesn't give you enough of a uh grace like between taking damage and making sure you're trying to keep like score up or your ammo up or something. Like there's it's missing like one little bit of connective tissue. Yeah. Right? That like makes it just a little more forgiving. Because uh, this game is not forgiving. No, It's it like, if not. you get hit once, you're fucked. You know, like, your score drops. Or yeah. if... if you, Like, you could tell, like, at a certain point in the levels when things are just, like, not going to go your way. Where it's like, I've taken too much damage, my combo's been dropped, like, three times, it's time to fucking just restart the match, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it, it, it's tough. I feel... I don't know what it could be that would give it a little bit more of a... I don't know, that missing... Je ne sais quoi. Mm-hmm. But it's not quite there. Because this feels like a game... As much as I love it, and I think it's really cool, and I think people are going to really, like... Uh, especially people that are into skill check games are going to mm-hmm. latch on it. I think it's just missing that one little ingredient to make it tie together a bit more where mm-hmm. people are like, hey, uh, like we were saying, we feel like we're just trying to survive a level versus, yeah. hey, I know how to like get through the challenge, but the next level is figuring out how to maintain a high, high score. Mm-hmm. That's not happening for me. No. I, I'm literally just trying to survive. <laughs> and it's the hardest
1: thing on earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like getting like D and C scores and maybe like doing three challenges at a time because I'm just yeah. like what is the best way to take out some of these enemies and like you have a good rotation of weapons, like you have sure. dual pistols, you have a shotgun, you have a grenade launcher that you have to use in very specific situations because like not all the weapons are going to take down all the enemies as effectively as you you'd want. Um but the thing is like it doesn't feel on the level of polish. That like say Tony Hawk is yes, um, where it's really designed for like hardcore skateboarding and stuff like that and doing the tricks. While it does feel cool to do like a you know grind and then a hold and then you know shoot enemies midair, like it's it's dope. But like it just it lacks kind of a tightness to it. I feel, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's got like everything in style though is the thing.
0: Yeah, that that's kind of my thing too. I don't think the game is unbalanced. I think it's just I think it's just too up balanced against you sure (laughs) like it's just like they're too perfect with their shots it's too easy to get hit Mm -hmm. it it just needs a little bit more of a grace in between that especially for the normal campaign i I totally get it when we get to campaign of blood Mm -hmm. if that's like you know
1: the true campaign the mega
0: campaign sure sure but yeah,
1: I do appreciate that it does like the Spider-Man like Arkham thing where when enemies are shooting you, you see like the sight line. Yeah, goes red or maybe it goes blue and then red, red, and then like at that point, oh, right, sorry, you know, it's red. It goes to white, red to white, and yeah, when yeah. it goes white, that's when you have to kind of do like your perfect dodge with like circle.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. I like that. That's fun, and you could do the same when people are uh, using melee against you. you got yeah, get guys with like bats trying to hit you and stuff. I think it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely feels like one of those flash in the pan games though sure like i don't think it's gonna be one of those things that people like constantly talk about or go back to like it's gonna be like yo this is really fucking hot mm-hmm. what's the next thing this studio's working on that that's how it feels to me
1: probably another skating type game because like they yeah. did ollie ollie world before that
0: oh is that right yeah. okay yeah, yeah. so that roll
1: seven sense. is the studio
0: roll seven yeah. well 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 see another studio with a name at the i hate that it's like a username <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like like you know
0: Make it cleaner. Yeah, make it cleaner.
1: Make it cleaner. But I like it quite a bit. Um, I'm, no, I'm just not, like, in love with it, is yeah. the thing. Uh, so a different game that I feel like I kind of am in love with is is Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb. What a charming, interesting, satanic little game.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It definitely... You know, it, it kind of reminds me of um, shit like uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, yeah. right? Where it's, like, cutesy art, but it's, like, a very violent character, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I, I like that this world is, like, everything is meant to be juxtaposed between... Just, (laughs) like, Sanrio-style cuteness, like, Mm -hmm. Hello Kitty-style, versus, like, yeah, I'm sacrificing people to the Dark Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, People are shitting themselves, (laughs) and I'm cleaning it up. (laughs) People die sometimes.
1: You do a blood Uh, ritual.
0: Yeah, and then, like, the game is half roguelike, half... Animal
1: Crossing. Uh, yeah, like animal simulator. Crossing, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: which is... I didn't think I'd be into those elements as much, and I actually think that it's streamlined enough to really get into without having to feel like I need to l- play Roller Coaster Tycoon or any kind of game like yeah. that to figure out.
1: I think it's easy for lovers of either type of genre to get into, right? Because mm. like the roguelike dungeon crawling stuff is pretty easy. I don't find it... Pretty like, straightforward. ...too challenging. Um, people do, though. I, I've talked to people that really
0: love the sim element. They uh, are like, like my friend Janixi uh, that comes in the chat sometimes. Uh. Can't get through like a lot of the boss fights. Oh, interesting. And that okay. that that might be like a blocker for for some folks, right? But I think you can like change the difficulty, right? I'm not sure. I haven't actually. Yeah, you logs. can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go to easy. Yeah.
1: Whereas like I don't really like sim stuff, but I feel like it's it is streamlined, and a lot of what you're doing on your runs supplements it right you're going on your runs to get resources to get back to your little cultist so you know build structures for you or you know keep the farm going yeah what's your uh cult called uh so i didn't realize you could rename oh, it so i just no. called it cult of the lamb
0: oh man i called them the morbin times the morbin times because you know jared leto has a cult
1: yeah oh that's <laughs> that was my my reference joke it's morbin time. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it, has textures <laughs> to it yeah but yeah good art style good music creepy kind of little story right about like the <laughs> he who remains who You're doing this fucking little mission for where like he brings yeah. you back to life and then you enter into a pact with him to take down these like kind of deities these yeah it's fucking awesome yeah i love and it and each like boss design is really like unique and cool yeah I like the kind of slow unraveling of its systems. Like you get like tarot cards that give you like little perks at the start of runs, um, mm-hmm. to where you can have like more hearts or do like more damage or you know drop poison or whatever, right? Um, but you have to find the tarot cards along the way. The weapons I think are are pretty varied, right? You have your heavy weapons, you have your quicker ones that do different like kind of um, damage bonuses, and then you have like a secondary weapon that does kind of like. It's resource-based. I forget what what it is that you collect to Mm. use it, but, like, you can do kind of, like, quick attacks with it um, as a secondary.
0: Yeah. um, I think it's a very solid game, and I think this is a game that's going to be a a surprise for a lot of folks to Mm -hmm. climb up on the game of the year list for sure
1: oh yeah it's on mine yeah
0: like I think it's a strong contender
1: I've had a lot of fun with it I kind
0: of dropped off recently because I'm playing like other shit right now but it's a game that feels like it'll be snappy and easy to get back into Mm -hmm. without much worry um, and at first, it feels a little rough. Like, not, not the actual roguelike part, but, like, coming back to your cult. Like, literally, they've lost all their faith. One of them is, like, dead. Dissenting. You, you gotta... Yeah, one of it's dissenting, so you gotta put them in prison. You gotta build a prison <laughs> to yep. put them in prison. And then you have to, like, literally go through day rotations mm-hmm. <laughs> to make to check in on them every day, going, like, hey, are you re-educated are you yet? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> there, there is, like a, like, a day cycle that you have to keep yeah. up with. Because, like, as soon as you lose faith, it's, like, one of your, like, in-town... Uh, Mechanics yeah. and things you got to keep up. Like people get unruly. You got to yeah. keep them fed. You got to do all this. They get shit. mad and shit. Yeah.
0: They even look mad and stuff. And you got to keep on like adding new cult members. And sometimes if you if you indoctrinate someone new and they come in with bad stats, you got to sacrifice that homie because it'll do. bring down the rest of the cult. Like he'll like there's one of them like had a propensity for. Uh sowing discord. Oh, wow. Yeah, so like he would tell other people to flip on me. So I had to give them to my, my eldritch god. And it's funny because you could you build a little church for yourself, mm-hmm. a little temple. You go in, you can do one daily uh, sermon a day mm-hmm. to like up their faith level. And then you can do a ritual.
1: Oh, the rituals are so cool.
0: And you can sacrifice somebody. I learned how to ascend people. But yeah, and then I, I built a whole farm for mm-hmm. my little folks so they can eat every day. You got to be careful what you feed them,
1: mm-hmm. uh, including poop.
0: You can make a poop meal, and when they eat it, they get immediately sick. (laughs) And they need bed rest if they get immediately sick.
1: You gotta build a little, like, hospital for them.
0: Right, but what I like is, like, there's this kind of escalation point where you start with things being really rudimentary, Mm -hmm. and then you can do things like, oh, I built an outhouse, so they can shit in the outhouse Mm -hmm. instead of on the
1: ground and making the whole place get sick. Or you build, like, a yeah no is it an outhouse or it's a, a ground keeper station where like they There's can like both okay yeah they could sweep up like vomit yeah. and stuff for you. right because right. like when someone dies they like yeah. vomit immediately yeah. <laughs> and die on the ground yeah you have to build like a little cemetery to bury your people yeah. uh, and you can
0: name each of your little people their mm-hmm. little animal friends you can change what they look like when you indoctrinate them so they don't have to be like whatever ugly wolf comes in mm-hmm. or whatever fox you can change them to be something else
1: the the runs are interesting because like that's how you indoctrinate people you find them along the way and usually when you take down like a boss they turn into like a cultist at the end yeah. that you have to bring in which I like. um yeah and there's side quests too which is interesting that you can just yeah. like build faith and and kind of or go fish or go fish you can go <laughs> fishing you, there's a game you play i forget what it's called
0: oh the fucking dice game yeah
1: i love that. that's a great game
0: i i got stuck doing that on yeah. one of my streams and i was like hang on i'm, yeah. I'm, get, I'm actually really good at this so <laughs> that was, i liked it it's like the first time that i liked the game like that uh, everything about this game, I'm just like, yo, yeah. this, this is actually landing for me much more than I would have figured that would have. Right? Yeah, so it's, it's fun.
1: It all gels. The, the thing I'm yeah. having problem with is like sometimes keeping my cultists alive. Or yeah, alive. that's my that's my struggle. Yeah. Uh,
0: so. Or keeping them above uh, ten cultists at a time. I come back and like two of them are always dead mm-hmm. for some reason.
1: Or there is a mechanic slash perk that if you die on a run, you could sacrifice one of your cultists to come back to life. So I've lost a few that way. Yeah, that's true.
0: (laughs) And what's funny is you can go back to some of the, um, I guess the dungeons that you've cleared already, and there'll be like extra layers to it that Mm -hmm. are harder. Yeah. And they actually, when you beat the boss, the normal layer becomes immediately harder. Mm -hmm. And then you can keep on progressing past the boss door, uh, which is really interesting. So a lot of like replay to that. I haven't, haven't delved into some of the other, Uh, dungeons like replay uh, or going back through but I want to. They get hard. They get really hard. And (laughs) I I like the loop of when you come back with more resources and are able to do more things for your followers they'll give you like uh, after you do sermons they'll give you upgrades Mm -hmm. to the shit that you're doing in the roguelike part of the game. Mm -hmm. So it's like oh hey you'll start with like uh, three extra casts uh, or you have access to better weapons and such which is really interesting Mm -hmm. like mechanic I like that. That like it really like everything feeds into itself very nicely. It doesn't feel like you're playing two different games. Mm -hmm. It's like they both matter to each other, which is really fun.
1: Yeah. So good game. No, it's it's brilliantly designed. I I love it. Very
0: good game.
1: Well, those are what I've been playing. Whoa! Give me some of your very good games.
0: Uh I got some flybys. (laughs) If we're we're talking about skill check games, I was thinking about it during Roller I played Ultra Kill. For the first oh, time. The that one week. looks cool. Yeah, uh, it's an early access on Steam, and it's published by New Blood. Shout out to Christian. If you're listening, that's a plane. That's a plane very plain
1: sunday it's christian in the plane he's dropping like new blood loot in our yard yeah just fucking steam keys are dropping (laughs) all over the place
0: (laughs) uh so yeah uh new blood interactive published this one it's a very cool game it's a doomer shooter kind of harkens back to quake Mm -hmm. and older style like very twitchy shooters like that obviously meant to be played on mouse and keyboard but it has full controller support which is why i played it Mm -hmm. it's in early access they uh launch the full uh chapter two i forget what it's called it's um there was like the first part of the game another uh act two sorry act okay. two and they will finish it off at act three and they actually released levels one by one and then until they finish the act hmm. so act three they'll finally like launch the full game and say this is done but okay cool act one was
1: sick as fuck I like that it's styled like old Doom, too. Yeah,
0: it's styled like old Doom, but it has gameplay mechanics that make it feel like a first-person Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. Like, they want you to feel like that. There's There was this one boss fight that I got into that was, like, straight-up Dragon Ball Z anime where we felt like we were just butting heads with each other. What? But we're using our guns and shotguns and stuff. Because like they have these cool loops to it where if you get, like, a ultra kill up close with a shotgun, you get health back. Mm-hmm. And so enemies are obviously, like, whittling you down, like, very quickly. But if you go through as fast as possible and making as stylish as possible kills. Like, for instance, uh, one of your sub perks on your normal pistol is that you toss a coin up into the air, and when you shoot the coin, and you have to actively shoot it, there's no, like... There's no, like... um, It doesn't do it automatically for you. You have to okay. shoot it. It'll uh, ricochet the bullet and kill multiple enemies at once. Oh, word. And that's, like, this cool fucking, like, shower kill that you do. That is cool. <laughs> yes! And if you get, like, three of them in a row, they'll explode. <laughs> It's what? really fucking sick, and so each of the guns has these kind of things. Like the shotgun has an overcharge where you keep on pumping the shotgun, but if you pump it past three points, it becomes it explodes in your own hands, <laughs> killing you. <laughs> so you have to like count the pumps because it does give you a more powerful shot. Uh-huh. It's it's fucking amazing, and the levels are like designed so well. The music blew my mind. They had a remix of Claire de Lune that, I
1: love that one.
0: like a fucking like dubstep or Eurobeat remixed because it starts as a normal song and Mm -hmm. goes into it when you get into the action
1: that I could not believe (laughs) I was just like this is
0: amazing Uh, so I I beat Act 1, I played the first level of Act 2 and I remember I did stream it in like one sitting and on that one fight that was like one on one where like you're literally you play as a robot, Mm -hmm. you're a robot named V1, Okay. a V2 shows up with fucking like wings and is able to like go around the whole thing he killed me 78 times He killed me 78 times because it tells you how many deaths that you've had right after you finish a level. And (laughs) I had to actually, because I was playing on (laughs) a controller, I had to jack up the sensitivity beyond what's even reasonable Mm -hmm. and then turn on a little bit of an auto lock. So what that allowed me to do is that when I got near him, my guns would Mm. auto lock on him. But I could, all I had to do is focus on my locomotion and movement and Mm. it became a ballet like it changed the texture of the fight for me, where I was just like, okay, it's it's probably easier to track with mouse and keyboard or mm-hmm. using your mouse. I had to do it that way because seventy eight deaths.
1: That's a lot. <laughs> is is there any penalty for dying, and is, is it easy to drop back in?
0: Uh yeah, there. I think there's scored levels. There, okay. are, so I got like a D at the end of the level for ah. dying seventy eight times, but somehow getting through. Um, but yeah, you just restart the point. they are all like the, there's a bunch of um how would you say, checkpoints through the levels too, so you don't have to worry about restarting the whole bitch, right? But um, I got to the final boss in Act 1, which Mm -hmm. was Gabriel in Hell, because you're in Hell the whole time, Mm -hmm. by the way. You're playing in Hell, but it's like a mechanical Hell oh and everyone like a that a robot. you're yeah and everyone you're fighting is like a human that died hmm. it's but they're all monsters they're all creatures they're all weird things they're all like crazy bosses with swords and stuff it's nuts but i i was fighting gabriel the angel mm-hmm. and apparently a christian was telling me that like he thinks like the average is maybe like 38 to 40 50 deaths for people mm-hmm. and i got that fucker in less than like 10 nice
1: that's
0: awesome <laughs> yeah because i use the auto lock trick i was like yeah. let me use the auto lock so i can focus on just like literally you have to learn their patterns it's like hey he's doing this move i gotta jump he's doing mm-hmm. this move you gotta use the uh the it's kind of like a quick evade okay in the game it's like a boost very returnal like very returnal but completely first person yeah very sick game you would have loved playing it like
1: mm-hmm. uh if it was on console i'd be like yo get it get it yeah. immediately No, it looks exactly my shit. I I kind of watched you play a little bit, like, standing behind you, and then some of your stream I saw it. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I really love fucking first-person shooters that are, like, high-octane. and ridiculous. Uniquely stylized. um, I mean, Doom, like, Wolfenstein, classic games that I can't play enough of. Right.
0: It'd be right up your alley. It's so fucking good. So I I recommend checking out. I remember, it's only, like, 20 bucks. Okay. If you get the early access ones. There you go. Ultra kill. Is there a hook shot?
1: There is a yes. Okay, there is. In act two, it has it. Perfect. Yep.
0: I love uh, games that
1: have hook shots or grappling it'll, it'll hook
0: you to an enemy, and it hooks you in the environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it changes the whole fucking thing. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny, because you don't have it in Act 1 at all, so you have to learn how to play that way. But mm-hmm. in Act 2, you get it, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, there's there's a few upgrades like that that are pretty sick. Um, you end up getting a rail gun at a certain point, and it, it constantly charges in the background. So you can have a quick equip button for it. Like, you mm-hmm. press down on the D-pad and use a rail shot, and it fucking can obliterate, like... The first time you use it, it's just a corridor filled with zombies. And when you use it, they all melt. <laughs> just yeah. like blood everywhere. It's great. So Ultra Kill. Very much uh, recommended. But another... Uh, on Steam, on our Steam okay. list here, another game that I actually really recommend for horror buffs out there is
1: The Mortuary Assistant. This game is really interesting.
0: I had a lot yeah. of fun with this game. <laughs> so so as, as it may sound... It is one of those like kind of first-person, methodical horror games, right? Mm. There's not a whole lot of action. There's no guns. There's no nothing like that. But it's not like a puzzle solver or anything. So what you do is you are a gal, uh, and it is your first—I know. I know, gamers. I know. You're a gal. (laughs) (laughs) And it is your uh, first day in the job. And on your first day in the job, you're working a night shift, and you have to uh, embalm three bodies at this mortuary. But your boss locks the front door and apologizes and says there's no other way, and you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And he's like, "Just check the desk," and you 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 go to his desk in the, the little lab, by the way, with the tables in the middle, and you find a cabinet filled with like arcane. Fucking runes and equipment and a jar of some sort of weird evil sauce that he has. And a, you get a tape recorder or a tape deck so you can listen to all of these uh, little tapes that he left around where he's explaining there is a demon <laughs> in my mortuary and it possesses one of the three bodies every single night. Every single night. And you have to figure wow. out which of the bodies has the demon within it and you have to incinerate the body.
1: Are there any like obvious demon tells? There are, okay. but they're
0: all very subtle. And the entire time, you're expected to perform your job as you would any other night. You have to embalm a body, yeah. so there's an order of operations <laughs> to it, right? You got to prepare the fucking embalming fluid, which mm. is three different we'll call them sauces <laughs> that you got ingredients, gotta, yeah, that you got chemicals. Gotta, no, st- sure, <laughs> I chemicals. got the body sauce. I got the body sauce in here, <laughs> and I thawed them in the in the, the the crock pot. Hey, Tony, you got the body sauce. Hey, you got these bodies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got all night, huh? <laughs> and the entire time that you're doing this the the demon is fucking with you there's like visual effects happening there and there will sometimes be like a little fucking creature if when you turn your head just sitting on a cabinet looking at you you look at it you go Ugh!
1: <laughs> are there any like like, auditory tricks?
0: Absolutely, fucking <laughs> The entire night, lights turn off by themselves, things get uh, thrown off of shelves. So it starts as, like, a normal, like, paranormal activity, like, oh, that was kind of yeah. weird. And then it turns into, <laughs> my dead grandma's outside, knocking on the window in the rain, saying, let me in, theory, please! Like, knocking, knocking, knocking.
1: Wow. And you
0: have to do your best to try to ignore these things as you work. <laughs> I mean, I'm
1: trying to keep my job.
0: <laughs> (laughs) And, like, sometimes when you're walking, because, like, you'll have to, like, walk out to the main uh, lobby in order to, like, file papers or mix the uh, embalming machine fluid uh, that uh, cleans the the machine. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's the worst part of the game. When you have to walk out of the immediate room, that's when the demon fucks you the most. Mm -hmm. Like, it'll knock you down as you're walking through the hall. It'll turn off the lights and you'll turn around and there's something there. Like a, like a being standing there. I don't, All you see his eyes. I don't think
1: I ever saw the demon, but I saw one of those situations where you walked down a hallway and there was like somebody like hanging or like yeah. suspended. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There was yeah. one of those. Um, <laughs>
1: there's a lot of that.
0: And there is a lore to it. There is a story to it. I know we hate lore around here, but I like this one. This one is basically like you were recovering uh addict. Okay. And your father also recovered too, but your father passed away trying to save you, um, basically. Because like you're like, On a bender one night Mm -hmm. and you're out there by like these, you even see this, you play this flashback where you're out there like somewhere near a beach and there's a bunch of rocks by the water and it's raining and he slips and falls and he ends up dying. And the demon continues to remind you about that. And sometimes the body you're working on
1: will become your dad's dead body. Yep. That doesn't really affect me.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah,
1: but I can imagine it's horrifying. not
0: specifically your dad. I mean, <laughs> like, like your character's dad, yeah. not
1: like. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's traumatizing. I know. I get it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like it does shit like that, yeah. um, and it's pretty fucked up. And you can get it wrong. You can get it wrong. You can choose the wrong demon. You're supposed to look for very subtle tells, and sometimes events will happen, such as um, the if you keep on going back to the uh, the body locker room mm-hmm. where the incinerator is too, by the way. And if you see a door open for one of the bodies. It's usually that's the right one. Okay. But the demon will fuck with you and make the other bodies move around and, like, do shit think, and make you think that he's possessing that one. It's not true. Mm. You have to look for a mark on the body. Okay. That's the important part. It has a mark. And then you have to do a special ceremony, by the way, which is you have to get some ashes from the cremator <laughs> and you have to get a match and you have to, like, light the ashes on its body. If it ignites, it'll, it'll show you uh, if the... How the so get this there's a computer terminal mm-hmm. near this uh the uh the main mortician's like uh desk and you can research uh the different like um things that he has on the occult and there's three houses of demons and the thing is um you'll have a this is weird to explain there's so many mechanics to it and it's interesting i know that i've gone against my no lore yeah, no, no, mechanics, no mechanics but i but... love this game anyway <laughs> I just don't care about Destiny's story. That's what I'm trying to say. It's got kind of a stupid story. It it's sci-fi right. bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, this is a great story. <laughs> Here's what you do. So you are being constantly mentally affected by this demon to the point where it's trying to prime you for possession yourself and if you wait too long you will get possessed and so you get yourself a sticky pad and the entire game you check the sticky pad in your inventory and do a little scratching on it and the more and more it starts to become a congealed shape or emblem is the closer you are to possession but at the very end of this It'll actually be the uh, the symbol or rune of the house of the demon. Mm. Like, it'll show up, so you'll know which one it is. Okay. And then you research the terminal, and there's usually about... Uh, <laughs> when you check the different houses, it'll have, like, four different runes and five different demon names associated with it. And you have to, by process of elim- elimination, figure out... What is the correct name of the demon in order to uh, put it in this like runic device, a Mm -hmm. seal, and put the seal on the body and cremate him? Because if you cremate a body with a demon in it without the seal, he'll get out and kill you.
1: Because you're not sealing the body. Yeah. Yeah. Order cr- of operations. It's yes.
0: important. It's crazy. Yeah. So you need to learn its name. You need to burn the right body. <laughs> wow. That is what your night is like. Interesting. I once burnt a body that d- didn't have the seal on it. the daisies. It was one of my first. I was new. Mm-hmm. And in the morning, the dude shows up and he's like, hey, well, oh, you survived the night. Very, very glad to hear it. Sorry about that. And then he goes, wait a second. Oh, my God. You didn't use the seal? And then suddenly, like, he lifts from the ground because you're possessed and he gets pretzeled. <laughs>
1: Oh no. Like all of his bones
0: fucking break and he gets thrown to the side and that's one of the bad endings.
1: Got Vecnid.
0: Yeah. You can get five endings by the way.
1: Yeah. You were telling me that there's all like different like variations of endings. Which yeah. I was like what? That's Because so nice. there's
0: different demons, right? Yeah. Uh, and it randomizes which demon is plaguing you.
1: Yeah. Nice. And
0: then there's, there's special things that you can do in order to force like different endings by being observant or using special items that are like in the environment where you're like, hey, I'm going to use this thing and then it works. Yeah. So it's a cool game. I think it's really cool um the only thing that i really wish was different is that the order of operations is always the same for mm-hmm. embalming the bodies i wish there was like a little more complexity there like uh oh hey this guy has like lesions or you got to stitch up his stomach or something like mm-hmm. that right uh, instead it's always the same order of operations which is you go in you got to fucking like um wire their teeth shut mm-hmm. uh you got to put uh, little eyelid things on there and close their eyes and then you got to fucking pump their stomach <laughs> with fluid, embalming fluid. You got to mm. do that. You got to drain blood out of their body, by the way. Yeah,
1: I saw the blood basin. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So you always do the same thing for everybody. Okay. And I wish there was some variation of, like, hey, this guy, you have to reset his fucking bones or something. Something cool like that. That like, would be know.
1: neat. Yeah, maybe they'll do something with it down the line. I don't know, like, how yeah. big the studio is, but. Not very big. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a one
0: guy developer or four people worked on the game. It's very, very small, but they do. It was published by Dread Central or Dread XP, something like that. Just look up Dread.
1: You'll find them. Okay. (laughs) Well, you'll find a few different things if you look up Dread. Just look up Dread. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just.
0: Look up things that you dread.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the idea though of there being like a roguelike mortuary assistant game where you just get different tools and different things you gotta do every time. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's I would love that. Yeah. I think that variation would make it more unique, like cause there is a gameplay loop, but it's mm. a very like contained, right? It's more about like, hey, what's the new visual scare I'm gonna get like on this run?
1: I like horror games that play with locations, because that's horror, right? Like a lot yeah. of it is like you're in one Area that you get familiar with that gets inverted or throws you kind of curveballs left and right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's good shit. It's good shit right there. We're running out of time. We gotta, we gotta up this. What job. else are you playing? Uh, fucking playing Xenoblade Chronicles three. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I, because I'm not a JRPG boy. No, you're not. I love this game. Uh, I won't go too hard into it, even though it's a much longer game than the game I just described. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: But it's got lore, it's got mechanics. Yeah, well, it was just,
0: just like literally not even like a third through it. Like yeah. I'm on chapter 5, and apparently that's the chapter that really fucking cooks, so I need to like pay attention to that one. I
1: feel like a lot of JRPGs do that, where it's like, ah, oh, chapter yeah. 5, that's the cooker. Yeah,
0: but it's, it's an interesting game. I From a combat standpoint, I'm really into it. Uh, it's not turn-based, it's mm-hmm. more real-time combat, but it's um kind of think Final Fantasy 12 with a little bit of mix of 14, Yeah, where like, you know, you have like combat zones and you can get into fight mode and you're like wailing on like beasts, but you have have this entire party of literally six people. It's always six people in Mm. your party. And you can flip between them on the fly, which is amazing. And they play differently. And the really interesting thing about it is there's a class system in the game... ...where there's like... um, Well, actually, there's a lot of fucking classes... Because you'll meet new characters that aren't a part of your main cast, but mm-hmm. they will be a guest character that you can't play as. Yeah. But you will inherit their class where anybody on your team can use it.
1: Oh, that's cool. And that's a permanent carryover? uh uh-huh. Nice. Okay. Yeah.
0: But the thing is, like, one person will be, like, more, uh, I guess, adept to using the class. But when they master the class, everyone can use it, which is cool. And so every class, you're trying to get to level 10. Uh, You have your own independent level, uh, but every class, like your mastery is at level 10. Hmm. And so what you end up doing is the game even tells you in the menus, which you think it would be like like a menu apocalypse there's a lot going on screen at all times
1: yeah the the ui is really busy with it's, like it's character meters and fucking health bars yeah. and everything yeah but
0: it teaches you what to do and i think it's actually pretty clean and the controls are oddly clean for okay. a game that's really encumbered like it's encumbered but it does a good job of explaining it to you at a right pace and what does what right so what you can do is it'll tell you in the game hey you're at level 10 we recommend you switching class Mm-hmm. And it doesn't hurt because it doesn't take very long to get it to level 10 on each of these weapons. Okay. But what it does is your character will li- literally visually look like the character that is the base class for it. Okay. So if somebody starts with like the heavy buster sword, you'll be wearing their coat. <laughs> which is interesting that's cool and that happens for the whole cast they all get switched out with like different clothing when they use like
1: hammers and glaives and and a fucking gun that shoots health beams and bolts and shit that reminds me of final fantasy 10 2 with the dress yeah. spheres where like you, you end up looking completely different with different weapon sets
0: yeah so that's why like any given cutscene, you'll walk in and be like
1: everyone looks different yeah. <laughs> like that's no fun, one though. looks the same it's really funny actually so do you always have six um, people Six in people. play? Yeah. Okay, because I was wondering hard. if like there, if there's anybody on the bench that like you have to worry about like leveling and then rotating in.
0: No, there, so there's a core cast and they always stay and then there would be one guest character and that's the one that you can rotate out. Okay, cool. So you'd be like, oh yeah, I want to talk to this guy because he'll, he'll come back or this, Ethel's super hot. Let's bring her back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But apparently the cheese factor is a little bit reduced from the last, you know, Blade, by the way. Okay. The last one was like anime titties the game, mm-hmm. uh, essentially. This This one's a little more not <laughs> a little more reserved
1: uh i'm
0: surprised that i like the story so much too mm. it's um
1: give me the top level because it's it's interesting right it's like military children military kids children of war Which, i mean you love final fantasy a, i so. do that's yeah. why
0: i was immediately like taken with yeah. it right i was like oh it's like seed all over again and it, it, it kind of is that but the story is these these kids um basically live for 10 years and mm-hmm. that's it and they live the fight they are born out of tubes. What's interesting is the game doesn't, like, give you all of this information up front. You learn uh, throughout the world. But what happens to these kids is that um, they're essentially fighting a war. They're on the Kevis side. Okay. Forgive the name. And then they're fighting uh, the Angus. <laughs> or, yeah. or Angela. What are they Sounds like again? they've got beef. Hang on. So there's, there's Kevis. Kevis. And Angus. Agnes, sorry. Okay. So there's Kevis and Agnes, and they're fighting each other eternally, right? Okay. And when they die, their souls or their life essence is uh, given back to these um, these weird clocks that are attached to these giant mechs that look over the different colonies all over the world. It's fucking weird, but mm-hmm. their essence goes back to this cl- clock thing, and everyone is basically on a life clock. They only have ten years to live. Mm-hmm. And you play as a character called the Offseer, and he plays a little flute and makes sure that their, their essences actually leave their bodies and move on. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his role, and your combat team is there to, like, help you do that while you're fighting this endless war. Okay. Nobody even remembers when the war started. Like, they mentioned that it's been going on for a very long time, and some people even hint at uh, the fact that it might have been hundreds of years. Wow. So, but they've been stuck on this loop for so long of just, like, people are born, they live ten years, they die, and then another crew comes in. Your team runs into this one dude that basically says, like, well, well, first of all, he's, like, 40-something. And people are like, How, what the fuck? What, what, what are you? How'd you break the loop? Yeah, because they've never seen anyone that didn't look like a kid. <laughs> yeah basically like you you basically die by the time that you hit 20 so mm-hmm. everyone's like what the fuck <laughs> and he breaks the cycle for you and you ended up um merging with a group of Agnes folks that are also there in this weird calamitous event where he's trying to tell you that there's more to life than fucking fighting right and then he gives them this power of the yuriburus and so you are all off the grid basically for both agnes and kevis and have to work together it's kind of an enemy mind situation which i really like which Hmm. is like they hate each other uh but they have to start working together and then they find out like well wait a second everything they describe about how their colonies works Mm -hmm. are almost exactly the same and they start to slowly realize that there might be a bigger machination going on here right they'll be like well our queen's name is this and she does this and they're like that's kind of our queen, dude. What? Mm. What are you talking about? And so you kind of figure out that, like, yeah, there might be a system in place here for the powerful to stay powerful.
1: And they're dying for no reason. Art imitates life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because you end up fighting these fuckers called the, um, not the Maurice's, something with an M. <laughs> but they're, like, they they all show up, they all look like assholes, and they're all wearing, like, these red fucking power suits, essentially. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they sound like the bourgeois, but they're all, like, hyper violent and malicious you know just just very malicious figures but yeah that that's kind of the through line of the story where it's like they're on this mission to figure out well let's actually break all these fucking clocks uh for the colonies and free people from this loop is what they're doing which is kind of interesting and the clock is always on a giant mech Hmm. did you know that you merge into a mech as well yep didn't know that The party finds out that they, they, because there's six of them, they partner off in the pairs, and they realize that they can merge into a singular entity that's like this crazy Evangelion that fights. And that's a mechanic in the game that you can use. Just press a button, and you'll merge. And for a limited time, you get the fight as this giant mech, and you do some buster-ass attacks.
1: That's pretty cool, because, like... (laughs) Looking at some of the things you see in the open world, they're like palatial, like fucking monsters and things out there. Yeah, right? so yeah, you it's fight like giant monsters. So that's cool that you get to kind of like toe up in like a Gundam, basically.
0: Yeah, like you'll you'll definitely fight things that are like a hundred feet tall. Okay, it's pretty sick. You'll be on the ground fighting Gundams. Mm. It's sick. So, how is the
1: open world?
0: So it's a little, I won't say barren, like it's filled with enemies and stuff, but it's not like one of those like, hey, here's a living, breathing open world with Mm -hmm. NPCs walking around. No, all the NPCs are sequestered to the colonies, and when you go out into the world, uh, you're very much, like you see enemies walking around, like monsters, beasts, fauna, Mm -hmm. just walking around, and they have power levels over them, and you can attack them, yeah, (laughs) or or they attack you. yeah, Uh, Like, you know, if there's wolves, they'll basically always go aggro, like against you. And um, there's a lot of um, item collecting, like there's mm-hmm. little like floating like fruits and and gears and shit, just like random. Uh, what, what would you call it? Uh, uh, riff raff.
1: Resources. Resources. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, random yeah. Random yeah. riff raff and scrap.
0: <laughs> and fuck yeah, off. Hey, you got that riff raff there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: pay you a pretty penny
0: for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pick this stuff up, and like what you can do with it is you can either like you know turn it in for better gear, or you can. um fulfill like consignment quests that the colonies give you and you'll have like a like a reputation level with them or an affinity level with each one and you're trying to get to level 5 for each colony so it makes you stronger Eh, that whole thing like it's got some cool core loops and I actually like walking around the open world it's nice you got a Mm -hmm. jump button
1: (laughs) you know you don't don't feel stuck to the world is there fast travel?
0: yes you unlock fast travel because it gets really fucking annoying without it because like it's just literally wide expanses of breath of the wild fields Mm -hmm. (laughs) essentially but yeah it's I would, I would say that Switch is at the end of its fucking life cycle. Um, this game, I won't say it runs rough. It actually runs very admirably. But there's times where when there's too many enemies on the screen or the world is too open, it slows down like a bitch. Ah. Definitely slows down. You okay. can feel the corners in the game for sure. But Otherwise, lots of fun. Core cast. Very nice cockney. Kids, they all have these heavy fucking Cockney accents. It's fun, <laughs> it's really funny. G-
1: give me like an interpretation of one of them. I
0: can't, I can't do a Cockney accent oh, at all. Come on, I can't do it. I'm bad at it. All
1: right, like I'm done, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> the
0: things that they say just crack me up the way that Sam. But uh, I really do like the cast. Um, I, I'm, I'm, what's the main guy's name? I always forget his fucking name. I'm gonna have to look up the cast because they're all funny to me. Hmm. Zeno. Hang on spelled Zeno wrong blade three cast yeah okay so the lead dude's name is noah okay Noah's the offseer right and he and he meets up with a couple other folks like some of them so uh some of them he was uh raised with in his little military academy where they learn how to summon swords and battle each other and shit mm-hmm. and then the other cast is the Agnes crew that shows up and they're all very like suspicious of you and whatnot and then they learn they're like wait you're just people too <laughs> and it's like yeah and then they realize we've just been killing each other we thought you were like basically evil and they're like not no we're not we're not evil we thought you were evil and I'm like, well, this is just egg on my face. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. Um, the writing's actually really well done. Like, if this were an anime, I think I would actually watch it. And hmm. that's a big word for me. That's a big big words there. Hmm. Um, it, it, Some of the scenes are so fucking hype. Like, when they get into, like, actual scripted or cut scenes of, like, battles, it's fucking sick. Hmm. Like, they really put some money into that shit. Apparently, these games are extremely expensive to
1: make yeah it looks like it (laughs) yeah like these are these are high-end
0: jrpgs there's a lot going on is it monolith that does these or i think so i had the wiki open a second ago i (laughs) could (laughs) have
1: monolith that did support on breath of the wild i think did they really yeah
0: that makes sense because uh they don't they don't skimp they don't skimp on that open world it's is all it there. Monolith? Hang on. Yeah, Monolith Soft. Yeah. yeah, they worked on this one. So I've never played a Xenoblade game. This is my first
1: one. I haven't um, either. They, like when I worked at GameStop back in the day, the covers back. were always really interesting to me. I'm yeah. Like, oh yeah, that looks neat.
0: Yeah, the, the art design really stands yeah. out. And I think in this game it especially does. Like the designs for the mechs are fucking really cool. The mm-hmm. monsters are great. Um I even thought to myself you can make a whole Monster Hunter game just based on like the monsters that are in this title alone, oh, basically. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so far it's been a great time. I'm surprised uh, because I don't really, like, I think the only other series that I really appreciate that isn't obviously Final Fantasy is, uh, like, to the Tales games. Mm. And this gives me that same kind of, like, cool, like, the the combat's good, the cast is interesting, Mm -hmm. uh, the world design's interesting, yeah. I severely recommend this game by the way.
1: yeah, I think fans of the franchise have been really hot on it. Uh, it seems like a, the third one seems like a good onboarding point for yeah. new people who have never like touched the series. <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah for sure. it's reviewing very well. it is indeed
0: so. it turned my head. I remember watching like footage going like wow, that combat looks really solid actually mm-hmm. and it is. I'm happy for it and I love showing just like uh you know it's my late night game. Mm-hmm. I'm done gaming on the uh, big boy consoles let me take that switch out put it in the bed. Maybe I'll get tuckered out a little bit. Yeah, I've fallen
1: asleep during some of it. (laughs) That used to happen to me when I would play Fire Emblem Three Houses and Project Octopath Traveler.
0: The Project Octopath Traveler.
1: I I wanted to pick this game up, but I was torn between picking this up or Live Alive, Live Alive. Live-a-liver. Live-a-liver. Live-a-liver's, uh, because that one seems pretty cool, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've heard good things about that one, too. Yeah,
1: but I do, uh, recommend this bad boy. I don't know
0: how close I am to the end. I've only put 40 hours into it. I've heard some people say, like, it caps out at 100, even 100 plus.
1: That's the thing with these, like, open world JRPGs. You're not getting the full bite if you're not playing for, like, 80 to 100 hours and Uh, doing, like, all the side quests and shit like that. uh, Um, if you're mainlining the story, you're probably doing a disservice to it I know. so but yeah good shit it's good times is that all you're playing
0: uh there might be a couple others but i don't know i think we really covered uh the full breadth I, we don't need to get into destiny 2 that much people know what destiny people is. know what
1: destiny 2 is yeah people know destiny we'll probably talk about fun. it more as like the the weeks go on if, yeah. if we stick with it yeah, it's still uh, fun I'll play it yeah i'm trying to think back like what else stray came out played that that was fun, Platinum, fun. It was cool. it. yeah it was, it was it was fun uh, <laughs> but
0: that's all i could really like yeah it yeah, was right. good <laughs> Like, but it wasn't, like, amazing. Yeah. It was, like, it was fine. Yeah.
1: What it's a very play? good cat game. If you've ever wanted to know what it was like to play as a cat, of the best. you're scratching shit, you're knocking things over, you're meowing a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the cat knows what's going on? Or is it you as the player knows what's
0: going on, but people are actually communicating through the cat to you? Like, what's going on? What really? is really happening? What is happening in Stray? What is happening?
1: I thought Clementine would be phased by the game. Not at all. Nah, she doesn't give a shit. She v- is very much aware of, like, cats and animals on screens not being real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. She lives with gamers. You, can't, you can't trick that cat. No, you can't.
0: She knows a real cat. Yeah. But w- w- if a real cat shows up, she freaks she out. She freaks the fuck out. Jesus. She starts it. fucking meowing like crazy. And I'm like, what? I'm not going <laughs> to do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? I don't remind. But, uh, yeah, I, I forget. Am I playing anything else? I mean, got back in the Evil Dead pretty hard um
1: oh yeah we're getting um new characters new
0: characters we're getting mia allen and her brother david allen bird allen anyway (laughs) her brother from evil dead remake Mm -hmm. which i think is pretty amazing that the game is capable of like actually despite all the rights being spread out throughout the movies that they have
1: representation
0: from every evil dead franchise
1: it's pretty awesome fucking great dude. Fucking great. I didn't know that it was like hungering for her brother, but like, it's cool that she's in it.
0: Yeah. Maybe that was just like a combo deal. Like, I I don't know. Maybe the actor was just like, I'm not coming back unless he comes back. It's like, (laughs)
1: what? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Evil Dead is always a fun one to go back to. Um, You've been having trouble with like the new content, right? I've been having trouble like getting playing into games. the fucking yeah. game.
0: You can't solo queue anymore, basically, without yeah. waiting 40 minutes. That sucks. Yeah, I got into a fight with uh, somebody that works at Saber Interactive on Twitter about
1: it. Oh, yeah, I saw that exchange. Very heated. <laughs> Very heated.
0: Listen, I, well, I was drinking, first of all. But I was just, <laughs> just waiting. I was like, it's, it's pretty upsetting that I can't even like get into a game anymore. Mm-hmm. And they are like, why don't you submit a trouble ticket to us? And I was just like, dude, trouble oh, tickets are it. little anxiety bullets for a developer. They know that there's <sighs> something wrong with the game. They don't need my ticket. Yeah. Basically, this person, literally, whoever is on social media was like, uh, tickets aren't anxiety bullets, in quotations. <laughs> <laughs> they they let us know how to prioritize problems that occur in the game. It, it's
1: funny because you're approaching it as somebody who works in tech yep. and knows what it means. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you don't know who you're talking to.
0: Because <laughs> I was like, if there's something broke in a game of that caliber, yeah. they know. I'm not talking about a little fucking, like... Uh, a clipping that's occurring through in a map i'm talking about literally your players can't access your fucking game yeah you know it's rough stuff i know you know <laughs> and then i even asked back on like oh, okay how many tickets have you gotten about this issue no you I I I did it. yes oh, i did yes i did i'm gonna be that guy now <laughs> i'm that i barely ever do this but i was drunk <laughs> <laughs> was, hey, it, was it after a stream yeah, yeah. Uh, okay hey, wow. at least i'm not fucking threatening developers that's right? true god damn that's it true. i mean hey if I didn't,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we wouldn't have gotten God of War's release date. Now we're that's waiting. true. We Let's wouldn't see.
1: have gotten it. We fucking banged on Corey's door. That's and right. Threatened
0: him to death. That's right. <laughs> I was like, Corey, I know you're in there. I see the stove is on. I see. I see the. I see the
1: fucking light, man. I
0: see it. Oh, oh wait a second. Oh my god. All right. Is he okay? He looks yeah. like he's sleeping. Oh shit. Oh, I think he's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Let me save him. I don't know. I don't know. Let's kill this thing. It's All done.
1: right. Well, this has been a, a fantastic save room place. Thanks for having me back.
0: Yeah. Uh, thanks do... for falling in love with that snake. What? <laughs> do you remember when I said that you fell into <laughs> a snake bit <laughs> like, and you fell in love about... with a
1: snake? <laughs> yeah, the snake charmer bit. Yeah, yeah. that's where you've
0: been for a while. <laughs> No, there's no charmer. You're the snake charmer in this situation. You charmed the snake. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, who knows what the cadence will be going forward. We're going on Every vacation. Day. Uh, we're going to Colorado next weekend. We're going to see some nine inch nails. It's going to be fun. That's true.
0: Yeah. So no, no fucking anything. No streams, no fucking podcasts. You're fucked. You're, You're not going to do like
1: a Twitch IRL. Twitch IRL? Yeah.
0: Nah, dude. It's going to burn my battery. It's going to burn my battery.
1: That's true. Yeah. Certain apps like really fucking. Eat I'll post your, on Twitter.
0: Okay. <laughs> post on Twitter. Check out Twitter guys.
1: At save room show. Check it out. Sure. It'll probably just be your personal Twitter, but like, check out ours. Yeah, yeah, more than, likely, than, personal Twitter, more than
0: likely. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, th- uh, do we? Do you want to do an end of show plug? I know you like plugs.
1: Let's plug them up. Hey guys, if you if you made it to the end, <laughs> hey guys, hey guys, listen, come here, get close. Hi. Hey. Ooh. If you made it to the end, you probably have found us somewhere. But here are other spots you can find us. We're the Save Room. You can find us mainly at SoundCloud.com/slash/TheSaveRoomShow also keeping the light on on spotify that's the best place to find us right i think leave us a five star there if you really like it yeah we
0: we please leave a five star before hideo kojima launches his fucking
1: podcast Oh, i wanted to mention that at the start of the show <laughs> here we go the brain structure yeah it's gonna be a fucking like hideo kojima podcast about things yeah it's jeff keely's gonna be a guest because they're dating amazing wow that's um, different I feel like a lot of devs are getting into this kind of like situation where it's like, oh, we're gonna do like kind of inside the content creator's mind.
0: That's kinda cool. Uh yeah. well, what's his face? Uh the, but, the, but the Smash Man. Uh
1: Smash. Yes. Oh Awada? No, no, not Awada. Awada's no What is his name? Uh you know Look, looks really like soul sapped. <laughs> yeah. Sakurai. But- Sakurai,
0: Sakurai, Sakurai yeah. launched a YouTube uh, channel about talking about video games. Mm-hmm. That's cool.
1: That is pretty cool. I mean, I feel like these people that we consider like rock stars in the industry like have such a wealth of knowledge. Gods um, amongst men. And it's always it's always cool when they share, it, right? Like I think of of these people. Awada um, talks the series that uh, um, a Awada did from Nintendo is yeah, really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, you
0: don't you don't hear a lot of. Um, inside baseball from nintendo they're very uh well one they're sequestered to a different country and yeah. two they're very secretive about their development processes mm-hmm. so it's interesting to see this guy kind of come out and be like hey you know this is what we do
1: mm-hmm. i like it so find us alongside brain structure on spotify yeah and itunes stitcher google play wherever <laughs> the fuck else you know where to find us on twitch and then you know twitter at save room show there you go so this has been good though i know you got a lot of good knowledge now guys what you do with it up to you yeah Maybe watch the Gamescom trailer yourself, see if there's anything you like there. Who knows? Hey, yo, Gamescom! Hey, I was there!
0: Holy shit, so many friggin' people out in the crowd, <laughs> they're all clapping for that
1: everywhere. I dropped my cannoli, I was crapping so hard. <laughs> Is that mildly racist? I'm Italian. Oh, it's not there racist. We go. It's, it's okay. not racist no more. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Save your games or some shit.
0: (laughs) Save your games, bitch!